are now listening to the Rise and Grind Morning Show, presented by 419 The Grind. Men and my women, don't forget about the dean. Is it out the most the king? Yo, it's about a thing. Yeah, feel real good. Jezebel and who you gonna tell when the repercussions spent? Showing off your ass cause you thinking it's a trend, girlfriend. Let me break it down for you again. You know I only say it cause I'm truly genuine. Don't be a hard rock when you really are a gym, baby girl. Respect is just the minimum. But you still defending them now. Lauren is only human. Don't think I haven't been through the same predicament. Let it sit inside your head like a million women in Philly pen. It's silly when girls sell their souls because it's sin. Look at where you be in. Hair weaves like Europeans. Fake nails done by Koreans. Come again. And it's Tim's and it's women, him and it's men Come in the club like hooligans Don't care who they you fan, poppy yeah. Like you got yeah. Let's not pretend The one to pack pissed out by the waist, man Chris out by the casement Still a name of this basement The pretty face, man Claiming that they did a bit, man Need to take care of their three and four kids Been the face in court case When the child supports late Money taking, heart breaking Now you wonder why women hate me The sneaky silent, man The punk domestic violence, man The quick to shoot the semen Stop acting like boys and be men How you gonna win when you ain't right with them? How you gonna win when you ain't right with them? How you gon' win when you ain't right with them? Uh-uh, come again
got some very intelligent women in here, man. Do you think you're too young to really no, love somebody? No, no, no. 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 Let's say it.
Sitting back reminiscing, man, you know what I'm saying? The vibing on how things used to be, you dig? Like when we was youngsters, you know what I'm saying? That OSD used to rock. St. Angela's jump, you know? In the day when I was a child, doing bad, mama used to take us to eat at Hot and Nile. Very convenient, the food was good and plus it was cheap. Creeping off the block to go swimming at Willie's every week. Dirt courts and just about every backyard hooping on crates. Sneaking jars out the house, trying to catch lightning bugs and snakes. The good old days when penny candy really used to cost a penny. Ice cream truck had ice cream on it, you could buy for 10 pennies. Pipping your bike out with chrome caps, reflectors, and mirrors. The hood used to be a village back when the neighbors cared. It was less snitching, more females carried themselves like women. I wish I could go back and visit, cause I miss the old Toledo. It ain't got that same vibe, it got no more to go outside and play. Yeah, okay. I feel where you're going, CJ. Okay, man. It's your boy, man. Just reminiscing, check this. Where hustlers used to do, they throw it out, shit. I'm just reminiscing about the old days. And now, I don't go far back as the OJs. Lane, look, I'm talking late 80s, early 90s. On Auburn, up at Peach Rose is where you can find me. I was screaming crossroads for the love of the dope. 16 double O into the world bowl. When Indo and Joint Mob had a lock on the South. And Arden Coleman had you scared to come out of your house. 
Around the time when Magic Wand found out he was Plera. And Ray Stone was so fly, yeah, that was the era. Pony and Philly and all was rapping for out here. That Scott and Libby gang could damn near get a nigga killed. When North Town was bumping, South Vic was slumping. Follow the light, lightning rod had every club jumping. I give her arm, a leg, two shoulders, and the two. To see Toledo hot was in my youth. Man, I miss the old Toledo. What's the new promo? If you didn't listen to the morning show, where the fuck you at? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> what uh, up, Grinders? So, good morning. Welcome to the 419 Grinds Rise and Grind Morning Show. Hey. She said, I'll drop donuts and yogurts off to you guys. Ooh. Who was that? Mexi Milk. Nah. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to really bring them, don't say you're going to bring them. If you're going to do it, do it. Yeah, just do uh, it. Don't we get my mouth all fixed. Yeah, please don't, okay? <laughs> yeah. You doing that today or tomorrow? Is that today or tomorrow? Is you on the way or is you not on the way? <laughs> <laughs> what up, grinders? Good How morning. y'all doing this morning over here on Facebook? Happy Toxic Tuesday. Ta- talk about it, Taco Toxic $2 Taco Tuesday. Your, your camera look nice today, uh, Mr. Green. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. It looked nice and clear. Nice and clear. HD. I fixed it. I fixed it on the wall. Look like we got paid. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Our quality looking good. Good quality. Like good we got quality. a couple dollars. Couple right. dollars, huh? My camera looking okay. Let me like see. Nah. You blend in with the wall. I like black. Black, black. Financially lit. Blizzy, black, black, black. Shout out Fe- to Speaking of financially, financially lit. Uh, Enterprise, you got you got a concert days, Enterprise. Oh, yeah. We got to call him. We about oh to financially God. light you up. Mm, well, good. Good morning, Tracy Reed. Miss Hey, Miss Jason Carter. Carter is on hey, TikTok. Jen. Good morning, t- uh, Jason Car- hey, Carter. Hey, Jason. Hey, Jen Coffee. Harold. What up, Jesse? Guys? Yep. I I'm see you on Lisa Davis. Good morning. Thank Good morning. you. You have a blessed and productive day as well. She's one of our top listeners, huh? Top fan. Hey. Make sure y'all share and like this. Tag all your family and there friends. You. Good morning. Good, Good morning. We trying to get our views up, y'all. So speaking of family and friends, hold on, let me, hold on. make sure I got my Facebook on here. Okay. Yep. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Hotbox, Hotbox, Mud City Entertainment, Yep, Pretty New Psalmist Church, Amen, J Rush Jennings, Uh huh, Sasha Denise, Sasha, Umadop Lucas County, Freedom, The Social Butterfly, Hey Miss Carter, Oh Henry's Kitchen on Wheels, Rolling, Whoa. Details by Sino, That's Splash. Arc Construction and Restoration. Restore. If you would like to become a sponsor of the Rise and Grind Morning Show, send your info to Rise and Grind at the 419grind.com and you can become a sponsor of our show. Hey. Yeah, I like that. So I got a question. Hey, Arlinda. Hi, Jason. Oh. Hi, Jay. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I got to say good morning to my grinders. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Good morning, I was going to, I'm just talking to TikTok. Like, do y'all want to see me or do y'all want to see the screen? That sounded weird, even me saying, hey, Jay. Jay who? Rayford. Oh, <laughs> I, I call him Jason. 
don't his mama name Jason. Oh, his real name is Jason. Yeah. Oh. Don't tell everybody else that though. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody else that. I like Jay Rayford. Yeah. Say it all together. Oh, you want to say it all together? Yeah. My, Grand Rising. My bad, Jay Rayford. I don't mean to say your government name on there. Grand Rising. Anton Parks just sent me an email. I'll get to that email after the show. I just got it too. Did you? <laughs> oh, then I mean, That's I got it too. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My phone on uh, Do Not Disturb, though. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of Do Not Disturb, the sun will not be disturbing us today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mm-hmm. are currently at 48 <laughs> degrees, but. The sun is coming out. That was just my segue. We will get to a high of 72 degrees. Thank God I got my sandals on. Got the little toesies out. So it will be sunny all day. It will start getting partly cloudy around 1 p.m. till 4. Then the sun will pop back out for a couple hours. And it will start getting back cloudy around 7. It start getting dark around that time. Anyway, so let's enjoy these last warm days. It does look like we will get to a high of 72 again tomorrow. And then it will be back now to 60. So go ahead and enjoy these nice days that we have left. As far as traffic is concerned, I did not have any problems getting here. Again, it is a school day. So, again, watch out for those parents trying to get their kids to school, bus drivers, walkers, scooter riders, and anybody, any way else that you take to get to school. How did you guys get through? Because I see you talking about yourself. We was ripping it running. <laughs> I felt pretty good. And I would look over here and y'all, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> He's trying to go live on TikTok, but he can't because he, uh, he don't have a thousand followers yet. Oh, yeah. Just oh. shut it down. <laughs> so what I gotta do 60 second interviews Intervals They um, said uh, They watch They watch me on TikTok And watch Clyde and Shay On Facebook <laughs> They go back and forth Through the screens Yeah they Watch got two, me Two phones up watch Good morning me. Good morning Good morning Good morning Tish Good morning Tish Sorry Jay Rayford Hey Boston What'd do you do Dennis he said, he said damn What'd he say damn on Cause I said his government name but He texted you privately Cause I don't see No it's right in the comments Oh maybe mine's Taking time to load Mm. Then how was y'all way here? Busy because uh, Tommy and the girl <laughs> slept. And we had to go to start, and then we had to go to uh, Grove Patterson. Oh, uh, they missed the bus? Yeah. Oh, it's well, okay. Tony. It's all right, Tony. Players mess up too. Mine must be tired. Okay. No, I don't, you know, I don't mind that, but don't try to flip around and make it my fault because I got oh, a little yeah. attitude. I'm a little frustrated now. I ain't supposed to get a little frustrated. You know how y'all do. So you got mad? Huh? Who no. got mad? Tony he did. Got he yeah. got upset because you got upset. Huh? No, yeah. he. She probably got upset because he was con- showing concern. Right. No. Like they, Why they, get they over. You overslept. They got right. That ain't showing concern. Yeah, it's not in that tone. Yeah, it is. Not in that tone. No, it's not. No. Why not? What First of all, his daughter is a part of it, so if she needs to go to school. She needs so, to go to so school. He's supposed to say Tony. Set your alarm next time. <laughs> <laughs> no, because don't be preaching at me. Right. You know Tony. No, right. I don't no, believe Tony. Tony. Said, I don't care. You know what? <laughs> I don't what care. Tony, so Tony. she couldn't go to, why she couldn't take him down? Because she ain't about to get up and do that. Oh, uh, well. And I was already there. See, good morning, Danielle Witcher. Danielle Witcher. That's what you get. Get yeah. your ass up. Who? Because she knew you was up. So what difference did it make? Yeah. Right? Right? I was up outside waiting. And they wasn't ready. Well, that is a no-no. Well, at least you was up. Yeah, at least I was. Because everybody else was tired of doing You get daddy at a... Give him a bomb. Daddy at a day. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> now we can get Daddy started. at a day. <laughs> you had to get now that out of your chest? Yes. Make sure you guys are sharing our live. We really I'm appreciate it. The, uh, <laughs> What's on the thing? Look, my you phone? You got two yeah, phones? Yeah. That's one, one for the taco, one for the tick. That's, <laughs> that's oh, I got coffee right here. Hold on. Boston oh, Denise. How everybody got some coffee? 
Then we got ours for the show started. Dang, I was trying to tag people. Good morning, Boston Denise. You know Boston Denise? Is it Denise Boston? No, it's Boston Denise. <laughs> like Boston George. Good Ooh. morning. No Boston George on Blow? Mm-mm. Oh, that was my movie. Wasn't that the movie? That was a good movie. Yeah, well. mm. Damn. I need to watch it. I don't even know Did you finish is. watching Blow with Blow? Johnny Depp? With oh, Johnny Blow? Depp? Oh, okay. I think, I think Blow with Johnny Depp? Okay, I saw it. <laughs> did you finish watching you? No, I did not. Come on, man. I want to talk about started. it. I was uh, dealing with some things yesterday. In your office? No, yeah, yeah. I had to finish the flyer. <laughs> no, no, I did. I did do Tracy's flyer for the uh, R&B uh, for November. Uh, and he sent me the stuff for December. And I, I did the first three flyers for Blue Agave yesterday oh. for, for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, they say Boston niece is Jason's yeah, grandmother. Hey. Good morning. Jason hey, Crishayla. Jason White. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, she was at the. Uh, you got to send our music. You got to send music to our email, Crishayla. What she said? She sent. She posted her music on, in the comments. Yeah, Amina mean, Rose. Crishayla. Mm-hmm. Send it to our email. But uh, what's the email? Somebody Clyde? on TikTok has info a, at has the four one nine grind dot com. We'll talk about that uh, later. Hey, Dwan. Uh, what they saying? Or Leah. It's a serious issue. Uh, we'll talk about it though. Uh, her daughter was found hanging in Houston. Who? Uh, uh, one of my followers on TikTok. Oh. And uh, police asked no questions and no uh, investigation or anything. What? Huh? So we'll look at. Hey, can you, I wouldn't. I wish you could send me that story uh, in my inbox so we can look it up and get. Uh, or send me all the details in my inbox so we can talk about it. Yeah, I'm interested now. Yeah, yeah like in Houston. What? So we can. I want. Who do I know in Houston? Houston One person I know in Houston is uh, Interstate J, and he's not accessible <laughs> at this time. He live in Houston. Mm-hmm. He live in Houston. Yeah, I know. I know Houston. I got cousins down there. Wait, Miss Tanya in Houston. Tanya's in Houston. Tanya Fowler. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm Tony. But yeah, send me that uh, information in my inbox so we can talk about it. She crept on the grind. She on the grind. Tony, on Tony, you missed it because Clyde trying to talk junk about oh, you. Oh, he I wasn't know. talking junk. I know. She can rewind. Tony, you, you cannot, no. Wait till, wait till after the show. After the show, go after. The, yeah, watch it I after, or listen song. to it on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, plug. or wherever <laughs> podcasts are heard. Plug. Speaking of plugs, what's your hashtag on TikTok? What? what hashtag you use? I don't use a hashtag. What do you mean? Sorry, we'll create one. Hashtag the four one nine grind. That's what I'll do. Oh, yeah. you talking about my, my username? No, no, no. Oh, hashtag? You want a hashtag oh, like you on the Instagram. 419 grind. I use that for everything, though. Okay, all right. The 419 grind. The 419. Yeah. Everything got to match up. Oh, I, I'm not accepting invites to my uh, live right now. Oh, <laughs> they trying to get in on the show? Yes, they are. Uh-oh. I don't even know how that works. Oh, they said, what's Clyde's TikTok so we can get him to 1,000 followers? Who's Clyde Green 419. Oh, oh, Clyde Green 419. Yes, yeah, go that, follow yeah. him. Clyde Green 419. While I'm what, talking what, junk, what, I don't know how many followers I got. The problem, I don't even is, Let me the see. problem is that he doesn't post on TikTok. I don't either. Look, somebody, I got all type of messages. I'm going to teach you how to post on TikTok so you can get some followers. I got 11,000 followers, I so, and I don't be doing nothing but being boring. Is that see. what you call it? I don't even know. Yeah, I just be you? posting stuff. It don't even matter. Look, I don't even know Good how to morning. find my friends. Monica. Oh. Monica. Uh, so, what are we doing today? Oh, I got 27 followers while I'm talking John. 27? Oh, yeah. Got more than really? Me. Yes. Oh, my God. This I've only posted six in. stories. I got six inboxes. I never even been over here. Oh, okay, look at you. Oh, 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 oh. Hold on. What happened? Uh oh. Stutter stepping. Is it? Talk amongst ourselves. Okay, Clyde. Why you ain't started? What's the What's the last thing you started watching? Oh, man? Yes. 
Oh, uh, what's mine, Shay? Jesse posts his handsome face, and we love to see it. Oh, well, he's mad right now. We can't talk to him. Oh. I read that. I started that. watching. Um, I started oh, watching uh, Boardwalk Empire. Like That's that. on HBO. Yeah, uh, I think I've heard it That's when Thompson. I when I put that on um, Prohibition, and I was watching Spartacus too on Spartacus. Stars. You know, I wish that we could upload screenshots through the. Uh, yeah. Not in the Facebook comments. All right, I think oh. I'm gonna have to make a change to this little studio situation here. Why? Uh, what happened? Uh, I think I know why it's acting the way it's acting. What is it doing? It's 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 not on, getting the signal. This is a Morty show. Who said that? We don't need those kind of comments in the comments. What? Where? Oh, yeah, yeah. What's up with that? Always he does. On what? What's up with that? Hey, E Doug, are you a Cowboys fan? Or, or? Must be. Where is that? What do he say? That stuff on his head. That bird doodle. Oh, the Sheagles. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the Sheagles. Y'all, y'all disrespectful. Don't be disrespectful. Uh, speaking of disrespectful. We got training topics? We got training topics today? I think we do. Nope. <laughs> I got a training topic from yesterday. I ain't going to say. Make sure it's the right thing. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, that sounds good. I'm sorry. Clyde, can you make sure it's the right thing? You start off first. I'm, I'm saying no, dude. Ain't no. It's not time for that. It's time to report the news. And the news that I got, little boy, Sam, put your TikTok in the chat and, and pin it in the comments. That's what I'm trying to do. It's Clyde Green four one nine. Capital C, capital G. Look at his face. Look like an old man. Right. He ain't got no glasses on. He looking like he looking down in his glasses. I'm looking down at my phone. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of what you can see, I got an interesting story. The audio is panned to the left. That's what Jason said. Who said that? What that mean? He said it to me in a text message. It's only coming out on one side. Well, take the headphones off. He said he'll come back Sunday and talk about it. Edward. He was, is he a, is, did he say it was a Cowboys fan? Mm-hmm. No, he said. I ain't got no teeth. Probably like the Dolphins. Oh, no. Went Ace Ventura. He a Miami fan. <laughs> What's up? Y'all messed up my segue. I tried to say it like two different times. Say what? My segue into my story. What is it? Ace Ventura? No. Oh. What is it? I had a really good clean one. I said, speaking clean? of what you can see. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. Well, you can see this first grader named Mason. He is and lives in Nevada. He sent the internet into a heart eye tizzy back in September after a photo from his school portrait day surfaced. The young tot was pictured wearing a black face mask and his precious flick, and he refused to take it off, citing that his mother told him to keep it on at all times. Awesome. Mason's mother, Nicole Peoples, took to Facebook to share the hilarious, cute story with social media fans. When asked if he could remove his mask, Mason told the photographer, no, my mom seriously told me to make sure I always keep it on. According to People's Sweet Post, the unwavering first grader stood firm on his decision after the photograph was taken and the press was released. He kept saying, no, thank you. I always listen to my mom. Mason's mother was overwhelmed by the amount of love she received from his social media uh, goers who applauded the young hero for wearing his mask despite um, being asked to take it off. People set up a GoFundMe campaign to support little Mason, in which he received over $38,000 in donations. For wearing his mask? Let me put my mask on. Towards his college fund. (laughs) 
He was so cute though. But no, I, I ain't waiting on no but college. Crazy, I'm rolling my 38 now. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't got the whole picture, but oh, okay. So he uh, he was oh for school pictures. Okay, yeah, for school pictures. Wow. But I can't believe he got thirty-eight thousand. I need to make. Uh, I'm about to say Mace. Ace. Ace school pictures is next week. Let me try and tell him to keep his. Your mask on. And she started to go for me, and they going. They uh, adding towards. Yeah, thirty-eight thousand. Well, you can't get into college. That's what so she. That's what childish. she. She said that's what it's for, but who knows? I need one thirty-eight now. But who knows if that's what Some, she gonna really. And use sometimes for. college isn't needed, right? For the career that you want, yeah. yeah. Might, that and it might be started. an emergency that she may need. To mm-hmm. use. It probably won't be used for that, but <laughs> she got thirty-eight thousand yeah. clean for him right. wearing that mask. Right, thirty-eight clean. Thirty-eight clean. Oh, the possibilities. <laughs> endless, <laughs> possibilities. endless possibilities. <laughs> Jason said that boy ain't going to college. Uh-uh. <laughs> he could. We don't know. That, he start he might go on the scholarship. He wants to start him with business. It's sure, Jason sure said it's fixed it, now. Sure my, mama said, my, mama said, <laughs> <laughs> my mama said. Make sure you dry your hands when you go into the bathroom next door to us. You so, got your story ready? Because it makes, us, uh, makes all kinds of noise. Mess up our signal. I can have it ready. All right, here we go. getting in trouble. Here we go, right here. What you got? What you got? Gucci Mane refuses to perform at Howard University. He protests with the students over grotesque living conditions. At Howard? Yes. Mm. Isn't that something? What kind of living conditions? Did, don't the v, this, didn't the VP go there? The vice president go to come out, uh, go to uh, Howard? I don't know. Man, yes, she right did. Yeah, she did. I was saying this. I was uh, saying this to, so uh, you can so you can say uh, the vice president even went to Howard uh, University. Even the vice president went to uh, Howard University. <laughs> <laughs> when I wonder if she on? lived under these grotesque times. She probably didn't. How was looking down there? Let's yeah, see. I don't know. Grotesquely. Probably uh, the protest at Howard. You know all this pop up shit. I got pop ups. The protest at Howard University is making waves as rapper <laughs> Gucci Man stands in solidarity. Mm-hmm. With. <laughs> It's just moving around. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I'm sad. But anyway, last week, the notable HBCU came under fire after swarms of students came together to protest against unlivable conditions the students have had to endure. <laughs> he threw that in there. No, I did. It's right here. Yeah. It's right here. Yeah, yeah I did cool. pop up. <laughs> now, on the heels of the two day protest, rapper mm. Gucci Man is joining the flight. Gucci's 1017 label artist Big Scar, Hot mm. Boy West, uh-huh. and Big Fizzle. We're all scheduled to perform. Fizzle pop? I don't know. Big Fizzle. Big, big, like the lighter. Big, B-I-C. Oh. oh. Big, big. Big? Big Fizzle. fizzle. Yeah. Damn. We're all scheduled to perform for the um, Howard University's homecoming celebration, but instead, the artist joined with the students, protesters, and calling out the university for allowing mold, rats, roaches to thrive wow. in the campus dorms. Yes. Wow. What? Yes. Yeah. Wow. So, no. uh, wow, at Howard, yeah, mm. at Howard University, that's a or hey, Henrietta University. <laughs> like, what are that's we talking HBCU. about? HBCU, right? Yeah. Like, what is going on? Mm. Look, you gotta add, mm. you, you, you see see it? Yeah, yeah, I see it. Okay, I, I want to make sure I won't crash. Mm. Maybe you should do, use a different source, yeah. maybe, but this is a good source. It's not that's the source because it'd be messing you up. Stamp. See, mm. it make it seem like you can't read. I can't. You can. It won't let me. It won't let me finish the article. Look. <laughs> okay, moving. Let's go to a different one then. <laughs> well, they got rats and stuff in the Howard <laughs> University, and we need to uh, protest with them and send them some letters or something. So oh, the, yeah. story, the police don't. Who want do we send them to? Gucci man. <laughs> <laughs> How do we contact him? 
You said we need Brit the squad. No, but shouldn't they? Shouldn't she? <laughs> they get the, the vice president involved since he went there. I mean, I definitely would. Like, I, mm. uh, rats and roaches in the dorm. That's crazy. But that you know, these little badass kids don't be cleaning up about themselves either. That still ain't Yeah, no, but still, like, uh, they got some kind of custodial and yeah. maintenance or somebody to come yeah, clean up. The, the residents got to help too. That's true. Can't just leave your little one. You open up the noodles and the little pieces fall, you got to pick them up. Mm-hmm. That's true. Rats too, and roaches like that. Still. They like that stuff? Yeah. They like little uh, noodle Did fragments. they have them at the bride? No. So they should definitely <laughs> not have them at <laughs> Definitely they shouldn't. So that's a. Uh, on the stories I had, Shay, back to you. All right. So a black state trooper from Louisiana who was accused of um accused his colleagues of murdering Ronald Green says that he was notified that he will be fired. Mm. According to CNN, uh Carl Cavalier interviewed with CNN affiliate um WBRZ TV in Baton Rouge this past summer to describe what he believes was an internal cover up to protect the troopers who were involved in Green's death. Green died in May of 2019 to a police chase with Louisiana State Police near the city of Monroe. Green's family said they were told by the police that Green died in a car crash, but body cam and dash cam video released to the public two years later show Green was tased, kicked, punched by cops before he died in their custody. Shortly after the video was released, Cavalier spoke out asking he believes that there was saying that he believes that there needs to be an arrest made in Green's death and claimed the individuals who were involved went unpunished and are still paroling the streets. Yeah, I saw that video. That's crazy. When they pulled him out the car and tased him and all that stuff. And told his family he died in a car crash. Yep. And now he's one to stand up, black state trooper, mm-hmm. and, and he now he's getting, getting fired. fired. Yeah, uh, I can see that happening. That's that's what they do. They try, they always try to protect. They have a code to protect themselves, yeah. protect each other, which isn't fair to the public who's being uh, abused uh, by these. Uh, it isn't fair to that black officer who feels some kind of way that his culture keeps being harassed by the police departments all over the United States, and he wants to make a stand about it, and he loses his job. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. He's that's standing up for something right, and this we all know what it is. Yeah. We ain't even got to say it. But it's crazy and disgusting. You know, us us as us us as uh, people who are on the other internet, we have to understand that the police have a job to do, and part of their job is to kill us um, if necessary. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you have they train to kill. They train to kill. So you have to give them a certain amount of respect, even though they may not deserve it. But in order to keep your life, sometimes it's better to just shut up and just go with the motions and then deal with the aftermath. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, a lot of times, police can't agitate us and take us to that point. What you put me over for? I ain't done nothing, you know. With all the other things going on in life, here come this motherfucker with these blue and red lights. And it's something else. Thing I wish I would have followed this story. I seen them pull a paraplegic. He like I can't even move yeah. my feet. They pulled him by his dreads. I saw that. Yeah. You saw that in the mm-hmm. street, and it was crazy. He disabled, pulled him by his dreads out of the car, and you just see his legs is just can't even move. Right. And I was like, I need to be able to, I need to follow this story. I couldn't even get what his name was. But that was just crazy. Yeah, that's, you know. What else is crazy is uh, Bow Wow is suffering a Millennium <laughs> Tour meltdown. He said he's had enough. Uh, <laughs> Bow Wow is currently on the 2021 Millennium Tour with Omarion, the Yin Yang Twins, Ashante, Pretty Ricky, Soldier Boy, and more. That's all like a pretty good little show. Yeah, they Millennium Tours be a nice show. But lineup. evidently, it's not going as Bow Wow expected. Following the stop at the Greensboro Coliseum, the former child star went on an extended Twitter tirade 
about what he's allegedly experiencing on the road in the wee hours of Saturday, October uh, 16th. Too much bitching and complaining on this tour. I'm busting cats' asses every night. <laughs> every night they try to complain and take something away from me. I give a thousand percent and y'all know it. ATL, I hope y'all show together. I'm going to bust y'all ass for 45 minutes straight. Try me. Remember oh. I said that I was waiting? So, when do he perform in Atlanta? I thought it already, it ain't happened yet. I don't, it may have, this, this story was over the weekend, so yeah. I didn't get Remember the cover. Remember I said I, he right. was saying that about yeah. the Atlanta show. So he was complaining and saying he didn't get enough stage time, which was like 15 minutes. So now he's saying he's going to take stage time and do 45 minutes instead but of But my thing is they've been doing these tours. This is their second right. one. How much time did you have before? Right. 34 year old rapper. So 34 year old rapper also claimed he was given minimal stage time and regretted agreeing to the run in the first place. Well, you agree. Why did you agree to it then? He needed a couple only, dollars. Y'all know what it was. Exactly, but don't do a so rant. Now, and we only need about four of your songs anyway. Right, That's said, a good line. We want other people. Hold on. Here's the truth, he continued. I do 15 minutes every night. I can't even do my full songs. Well, by all, we don't really want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and I still be busting folks' ass. I think the fans don't complain about my set being 15 minutes. Only way, only way I show up tonight is if I do my full set straight up. What? What's the full set? I guess 45 minutes. We don't want to hear saying, you for 45 minutes. minutes. I mean, little Bow Wow. You just don't know. The way you move. <laughs> that was so crazy. Said. Like, I saw a little clip from one of the shows. He was all, that song was all the ER looking at a girl in the crowd like. He wasn't what? even performing? No, he was just standing there rubbing his genitalia or like his thighs looking at somebody real nasty in the crowd. They didn't show who he was looking at. And in the background, it was like, little Bow Wow. <laughs> We don't need no more of that. And don't take a stance. We got good people no, who yeah, want to hear. He said, it's not just you. But he said that the uh, the crowd isn't complaining about his 15 minutes. Of course right. they're not going to complain so if about not it. they're not complaining, why are you? Let it be what it be. Right. If it's 15 minutes, let it stay Thank 15 God minutes. Thank God you on the tour. Okay? No, no, no. He said, think the fans don't complain about my 15 minutes. Like, don't oh, you think they want oh, more? No, no, no we don't. We're no. not complaining. They're not complaining. We're good. We're Bow thankful. Wow. Thankful Bow that it's only 15 minutes. Yes. Grow up, Bow Wow. Jason Bro. says, some people love Bow Wow. Okay, we did sure too back do. in the 99 2000s. But we don't need a whole 45 minutes of it. Mm, mm, mm. 15 minutes is doing us just fine. And you agreed. Right. You knew how long 15 minutes was. It's your second tour. <laughs> they going crazy. So I didn't know little... Little Fizz actually apologized to Omarion on the tour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Remember we talked we about, about that? Yeah, I remember I talked I didn't know they was actually on concert like he did on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's why he said he did that <laughs> right. He did that for attention. Yeah. He did that so, so he could stay on the tour because he wasn't the one that was going what? to every, every city. But what are you apologizing for? <laughs> right. I'm like, what's going on? You well, gotta, I, I'm talking, what Because he, remember he was dating Mar- Omarion's so baby what, mama. You sorry for getting some can? I mean, what? Like, what? <laughs> Cause that's just like you no, dating his ex. No, they were just dating. I wouldn't do that, so I wouldn't exactly. would put myself to apologize. He did it. If I did it, I wouldn't apologize. What well, I'm sorry for? Well, shit, I don't know. If it, if it was his girl, she would never left anyway. I so can't answer those saying. questions. I okay. Can't I'm just saying. I already said that he I felt like that he, was. He should have just let that slide. You right, Shay. I'm sorry. Dang. My bad. Yeah. I'm with you, Shay. Yeah. We okay. on the same side. All right. Mike Chalk said, uh, <laughs> Bow Wow was cooler as a kid. Wasn't he? When yeah. his, his lip gloss was popping. He weird. He's weird as a grown up. Erica, you right. He is here. Tay, Tay said, no, we love Juvenile in the 99 <laughs> Right. You right. You right. But I'm just saying, that was so long ago when I was crazy about Bow Wow. We're not crazy about that anymore. Hey, he was a kid. People love What's your kids. favorite Bow Wow song? Drop it in the what? comments. What's your favorite Bow Wow song? Basketball. We're playing that. <laughs> and it. that wasn't even his full song. Wasn't was Jermaine Dupri on that mostly? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, was, that was a remake from Curtis Blow. Drop your favorite Bow Wow song. We're going to play it today. That's the only song I know. We're going to play a Bow Wow song. That's the only song I know. I like the song with him and um, Sierra. 
Mm. I ain't never had nobody show me all the things that you can show me in a special way. Okay, sure. Yeah. That's yeah. no addition. All these songs are remixed. I believe it. Yeah. I ain't never had nobody do me like you. Oh, okay. That's my song. I like that all song. Right. Oh, Erica said, Out of My System. Yeah, that was a good one. song, too. Him and Omarion. All the songs was crying over his girlfriend. I can't get you out of my system. Well, you need to. <laughs> what you about, what you about to say? No, that, that, that ain't it. That's not Bow Wow. That ain't Bow Wow. No, no, it was something I was playing. Oh, you playing your favorite song. <laughs> that's the only song I know from Bow Wow. Did he rip it on here, though? Huh? Did he rip it? No, he didn't rip it. He didn't flow. He's a kid. He rapped about Skittles and Fruitopia. <laughs> Can we please cut off the Little Mike 3 soundtrack? <laughs> like Mike soundtrack? Maya said she liked that one, too. That be hard. Which one? Uh, Which scary? one, Maya? Which one would be hard? Basketball. Nah, she ain't talking about that one. She probably talking about uh, him and Sierra. Oh. That's that new edition Maybe. beat they flipped up. Is it? It's a new edition beat. Mm. Mm. Well. Yeah. Well. Is that, you, got, you got something else? That might can work so bad. Well, you know, I guess. I keep a story, okay? Locked and loaded. Keep one day. So, on despite efforts back. in his 2019 case, dismiss. How you pronounce his real name? Who? We talked about this amongst ourselves on Empire. Jussie. Jussie Smollett. 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 Yes. Is headed to trial for allegedly lying to the police about a crime. Mm -hmm. According to uh, NBC News, a judge in Cook County dismissed his motion to get the criminal case tossed out. The ruling took place on Friday, which means he will have to uh, fight the accusations in court. Show that ass. His lawyer, um, I'm going to mess it up, Nanye (laughs) Uchi. I don't know. His lawyer. Yeah, his lawyer. Okay, let me spell it. It's N-E-N-Y-E. What would that be, Clyde? Mm-hmm. And then the last name is U-C-H-E. What's the phonetic spelling? Man. They don't have that on there. Right, it's not on there. Well, anyways, his lawyer argued in court that the ruling is a violation of his rights. Apparently, the actor already made a deal in Cook County to drop the charges. The deal included community service and to forfeit... $10,000 bond. That's it. Still, Judge James Lynn wasn't going for that. Mm. A special prosecutor appointed by another judge now has the case in their hands. Therefore, Judge James made it his ruling based on refusal to upset that arrangement. Um, as you remember, he was accused of staging a racist and homophobic hate crime in 2019. He told police that then two men wearing a Make America Great Again caps attacked him in uh, Streeterville. So... Liar. I should have saved this for tomorrow, huh? Why? Dennis. Oh, yeah. Ain't. But Dennis probably going to have it on deck. He probably will. Yeah, he might. But uh, it, that was a whole weird situation. Yeah, that was. Just, what just to get attention. Oh, you don't remember? Yeah, oh, but I'm saying what happened to him to make him do that? You making enough Empire attention. money? Attention. Some people just like more attention. You was making enough attention on Empire. Some, yeah. people, some people in that community desire more attention than others. Yeah. So what did he end up doing? Just saying he got jumped or something? What was He said he got beat up by some by some uh, homophobes. So homophobe. he beat himself up like he had marked stuff? Paid big I, I think he paid somebody paid two guys oh. to come beat him up. Yeah, yeah that, that was the story. Two two twin uh, uh, fitness work guys came to Chicago. Was in Chicago and he paid them to beat him up. Why ba- would you just want to get beat up? Because he so, wanted attention. So he wanted attention from to against the MAGA community and uh, to make America great again and uh, against homo. You know, to, to make America great people don't support. Life? Yeah, he's gay. Oh, oh yeah, I know he was a character, but I didn't know if it was yeah, in real he's life. gay in real life. So super. that's what he was. <laughs> Why you're you gay, super, you're not gay. Why it's it gotta super, be super? Super gay. Yeah. He ain't so, on Lil Nas X level. 
Lil Nas X ain't gay no more. That's what he said. No, yes, that, was a, that, was, a that was a joke. Joke, yeah. <laughs> he played too much. You, you know believe that? Yeah, but Dennis, he was just. You believe that? And you no, believe that believe... he got restored doing all of that? No, I don't believe Seriously. that. <laughs> what? I do not believe that. Uh, I'm not uh, Tony no said more. they were of Asian descendant. Who? Who was? Was the guys that they paid? African, I thought. Yeah, two African guys. Mm. But they did anyway. come up with another season of Empire after that, didn't they? Or was yeah, that the last? But he season? was like did barely. Oh yeah, remember? Yep, he was. He was supposed to be out the country. No, he was no, supposed no. to be out the country trying to uh, get more ideas for yeah. music or something. Or his fiance or somebody had fought or something mm-hmm. in the war. He went over there or something, uh, and they were saying that they didn't hear. I from stopped him. watching it after that. So, do you think they stopped the show because of him? Uh, I think it was that and amongst Marshall. other things. Yeah, mm. I think they, they started getting right. backlash from some stuff. Uh, what's the guy's name? Yeah, yeah, the writer who. The main writer has some, or the main producer has some backlash for some stuff because of that. Mm. But yeah, now you gonna end everybody career and stop they back because well, you did that in career. They've got other jobs. They Turns can do, out they well, yeah, in their in career my... as Cookie and Lucius Lyons. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, in my career, man. That's what man. I mean. He ended his you know, Lucius Lyons. Got, got all I kinds still of got jobs. movies, man. Yeah, I'm talking about the lions. I ain't talking about their real lives. After lions, man. (laughs) Shut up. Speaking of lions. I don't play Jermaine Jackson again, man. Oh, he played Jackie, didn't he? He played Jackie Jackson? He played Jackie. I played Jackie Jackson, man. I would hope not again. Man. Oh, she said the lawyer. We got to make an appointment to see her own brother, man. That's what he said said in the Michael Jackson movie. What you got on your story, on your TikTok there? Are you just making that? Okay. Oh, I gotta describe the video. <sighs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We got our guest in the building. The building. So shout out to our sponsor, Hot Box. Hot Box. Must see entertainment. Uh-huh. Greater New Salmon's Church. Amen. J. Rush Jennings. Yep. Sasha Denise. Sasha. Yumadop Lucas County. I'm sorry. Freedom. The Social Butterfly. Hey, Miss Carter. Oh, Henry's Kitchen on Wheels. Rolling. Details by Cena. That's splash. And Arc Construction and Restoration. Restore. If you would like to become a sponsor of the Rise and Grind Morning Show, send your info to Rise and Grind at the419grind.com and you can become a sponsor of our show, Shay. Yep. We're about to take a break. <laughs> we'll be back with our guests. Don't go nowhere, y'all. Share this live. Like it, love it. Please. We love y'all. Please, please. Please, please. Do. Rare Breed Lifestyle presents all R&B all night. Strictly R&B. Sunday, November 7th, 2021. The Glass City Pavilion, 983 Front Street. DJ Lightning Rod and Wall Music provide strictly R&B all night long. This is a BYOB event, and the kitchen will be open all night. This is a grown and sexy event. No hoodies, no sweats. Dress to impress. Rated M for mature. Early bird tickets only 35. 35? That's it? For more information and to reserve tables, call 419-407-6913. It's back to sports. Welcome to Win or Lose Sports Show, presented by the 419 Grind. Talking sports, hip-hop to pop culture. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are heard. It's kickoff time. Hello world, I'm Quentin Riley, CEO and founder of Legendary Carpet Care Plus. The services we provide are professional carpet, tile, and upholstery cleaning, both for residential and commercial. We show up on time, 
we get the job done, we're certified at what we do, and our customers rave about us. We're legendary. And if you don't believe me, check this out. Hi, my name is Susan Brown, and I am the owner of the Doris Brown Fitness and Learning Academy. I've been using Legendary Carpet Care for about three years now, and I'm very, very, very pleased with it. Sanitation should be important to everyone, but it's mostly important to me because I want my children to come into a safe and clean environment, and Legendary Carpet Care provides that for me. I would personally recommend Legendary Carpet Care to other businesses because he's fair with his prices, he's, he's an on-time person, he never lets you down, and just look at my place, it's just clean all the time, and I, and I use it like every three or four months. If you're interested in getting your home or business sanitized, visit our website at legendarycarpetcare.com or click the link associated to this video. We look forward to serving you. My name is Taylor and I'm about to show you how to make a candle. Anyway, this is like, this is basically the setup. So if you were to come into a class, this is what this would look like. I would hand this to you and you would pick out up to two cents that you want your candle to smell like. You get one of these. This is how much fragrance you're gonna put in the candle. You're gonna put the warning sticker on the bottom of your jar. Sorry. Right, super easy. None of this stuff has to be perfect. A lot of people think like everything has to be centered and it doesn't. Um, as long as it's, you know what I mean, like not sticking off the side of the jar, then you're fine. Um, before we pour the fragrance into the wax, and all of that good stuff. You want to do that. Oh, and then you need to name your candle too. So, and we want to get it down between 155 and 145. I didn't put my gloves on, but that's okay. So this really long skinny stick, we're just using it to stir. It stirs everything. It's gonna stir the wax now to try and cool it down. You want them to smell like whatever scent you want to smell like. So this is the fragrance, this one ounce of fragrance. Yeah, so after you put the fragrance in the wax, then you're gonna stir it for like three to five minutes. in your pour pot and that's totally okay. You don't want to overfill it because then when you go to light it, the wax is going to come out of the candle and you don't want that either. That's like the perfect temperature because you can kind of see it like almost fogging up a little bit towards the bottom, which means that it's starting to set. Yeah, so you can see it. 
See the favor and they wanna know the flavor When I tell them that it's salty They be looking at me crazy If it ain't got no salt Then you really can't taste it Gotta season with the season Just to show them that you made it, huh? They gon' hate you when they see you doing cool When they wanna see you fair Weave it if you ain't in school Tell, tell them keep it pushing No exception to the rule When you argue with a fool One fool turn into two Don't do it no, don't do it, no, don't do it, man Them boys be speaking devil With that language, they're influent Stay loaded with that scripture Just in case you gotta shoot it I be riding with the word That spiritual car pulling Lost it how I got it So I switched up how I get it Hit it, lick and got licked So I switched up my position It's like a restaurant How this boy here He be tipping Jesus on the main line Yeah, I got his extension Yeah, I got his permission To flip it, mix it, and switch it To make sure they comprehend Receive it, don't get offended Threes on me like Scotty Pippen It's magic how they be tricking The magic constant uplifter With power in every sentence Ugh. Yeah, I'm blessed, boy, a lot of bit Flu games in the spirit mean I'm falling sick Yeah, your weight a little off That's that counterfeit Every situation got a scripture we can counter with hey, some, lose some I ain't even think about it Got more wins than I got losses Now that I think about it Walk it how you Talk it if you really be about it Cause them trials and tribulations They gon' come and see about it Love me now Don't love me later Got them asking where it come from Every time they see the favor Hey, hey, love me now Don't love me later Got them asking where it come from Every time they see the favor Huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm blessed, boy, a lot of bitch Too many blessings, need another hand to count them with If you talking about the truth, we can politic Do it for the love, don't do it to get no compliments We the soul of the earth, get on your condiments He already numbered my steps, don't need a bit. So I'm walking in my purpose, on purpose I ain't perfect, but I'm working Cause I know the serpent lurking Talking about me crazy, yeah, the cheek, I gotta turn and spit his word up like a baby that need burping I'm trying to kill this flesh, closed casket, no service All this fleshy living got me ashy, no jerkins Yeah, I'm blessed, boy, a lot of bitch Grace and mercy if you ask me what I'm working with Gold streets for the pavement, that's a kingdom brick This little light of mine shine cause I'm kingdom hey, man, some, lose some, I ain't even think about it Got my wind and I got lost tonight and I think about it let me down. Let me now, y'all. Give me my flowers while I can still smell them. Love me later. I really like candles more than flowers, though they last longer. Shout out to my chocolate for me. Flavor. Shout out. Shout out to my chocolate. The flavor for the savor. Guess what, y'all? What you got? Food. That was you excited about? You're not excited because JR's here? Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm even more excited because he brought the food. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, JR? Doing good. How about you guys? I'm doing good. Good, good, good. We got JR Majewski here today. He's running for Congress, District 9, am I correct? District 9. District 9. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, currently Marcy Capture holds that seat. So. <laughs> you got my vote. There's <laughs> <laughs> a butt. True that. It's all organic. And he went the fresh time. Mm. 
That's a mom's How, what store. What it tastes like. I love is it. it a mom's store? It is. I love it. Yeah. My wife taught me well. Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> I used to go there every morning before I went to that I'm sorry. It is no, so juicy right. and good. Like, God, dice it up. I figured it would be better to now, get some fresh Now, this has been sitting fruit. here this whole time. You save some for I'm, us. And then I'm, nobody working, I'm working over here. <laughs> I'm working that over don't here. stop you from eating the chicken. When, I, when I go back to my office, no. <laughs> <laughs> when I go back to my office, I'm taking some of that and I'm eating it. Oh, because yeah. it's cold. Y'all can kind of give it a time. Yeah. When it's mm-hmm. hot food, we mm-hmm. eat it about. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That like, was good. I don't like hot pineapples, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about if the food is hot. Like if oh. you get Chick fil A, McDonald's. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I can eat, eat right, right away. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. now that it's cold, it can chill. It can chill. Yeah. We got some watermelon and some mangoes or something. Watermelon, and he brought us some cookies. It's yeah. soft as hell. You talking about the jail cookie? Uh uh-uh. uh. This is a heaven cookie because it's soft. Heaven I see cookie. you guys eat yeah. Chick fil A every day. So yeah, I we switch it up. Something different. a little bit healthy. You know? We appreciate that too. Yeah, we appreciate, we, that, we appreciate that. that. Well, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let oh. us know about yourself. Let you know about me. Yes. So, um, <laughs> my name is J.R. Majewski. I'm running for District 9. Born and raised here? I'm born and raised in Toledo, LaGrange Street, kid. All right, what's cool? North, uh, North. Woodward. Woodward. What? I started Nine, there. I was yeah. there from freshman to my junior year. Then my dad transferred me to Central. Central? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right around the corner. We graduated from there. Uh, go Polar Bears. Yeah. <laughs> what's your zodiac sign? Scorpio. Eleven, eleven. Ah, and you got what? Eleven, eleven. That yeah. is so perfect. Mine's November second. Oh, good for but you. But you got angel numbers. Yeah. Eleven, eleven. I'm gonna have to play that on the phone digit today. Yeah, mm. eleven, eleven. That's no, a good. It never worked. Never worked. Don't say that because every time eleven, eleven come up on the clock, I start speaking my affirmations and make a wish. Good. Special. Uh, They're gonna work next year when I beat Mercy Captain. Yes, yeah. you are. You speaking that into existence. So I, um, I've known Clyde for years. Went to school together. Used to walk to school together, play football together, skip football practice together. And you used to crack on yeah. people together, huh? Nah, he used to crack on people. <laughs> <laughs> he used to go like, I'm going I to I didn't participate. Cried. I used to hide. He, as soon as he started talking about you people. You laughing? Oh. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was open season. Dang, so. dang. So what you do after high school? Uh, after high school, I joined the military. Okay. Uh, joined the Air Force, served the Air Force for four years. I'm a veteran of Operation During Freedom. Uh, spent a lot of time in the Middle East. And then after that, I came back home, and I was lucky enough to get a job out of Davis Bessie. Mm. So I started working at Davis Bessie when they were replacing the reactor head. Mm. I started as a security guy and then um, was fortunate enough to get recognized by the management team out there. And I had already had my uh, bachelor's and my master's degree. Mm. So um, was recognized by them as a guy that always raised his hand and volunteered. Basically during that outage, I don't know if you guys recall, but that was a pretty significant time not only for the power plant but for the community mm-hmm. um the news would tell you that davis bessie almost melted down and killed everybody mm-hmm. but the reality of it was is that it wasn't really that close in fact it was far um far away from actually having a radiological release but the fact remains is the government came in they put a lot of sanctions on the power plant and so um we found ourselves working six to seven days a week 12 hours a day mm. and um my wife and i you know, at the time, uh, we've been married 19 years now, but at the time... Wow, um, congratulations. Thank you. But at the time, um, I saw a lot of my friends and co-workers working long hours, and they had kids, and, you know, they couldn't... Uh, they were missing baseball games or proms or homecomings mm. or what have you, so uh, I was the kind of guy that would raise my hand and work, you know, for, for someone. Uh, it was a benefit for me. I, obviously, I get the overtime pay, right. but the reality of it is, is when I was be, trying to be a team player, I didn't have any kids, I lived locally... And so, um, the long story short is I 
was recognized by the site vice president for my you know my willingness to to take initiative mm-hmm. and so he asked me one night he said kid i like your uh i like your attitude what do you want to be when you grow up i said well, i like your job and about i don't know three weeks later i got promoted into management wow. and it just uh increased from there and um at one point I actually left the nuclear industry for about a year to go test my uh, talents elsewhere. Okay. And uh, that's where I reunited with this guy. I reunited saw that. Uh, yeah. and it feels so good. I was actually running a, <laughs> a demolition company um, out of Florida. And um, we had a couple of different power plants across the country that we were demoli- demolishing. And one of them happened to be in the Cincinnati, Cincinnati area on the Ohio River. And, um, you know, Clyde and I would talk occasionally but i saw that he finished school for uh crane operator and heavy equipment and i thought man wouldn't it be cool for me to hire a bunch of my friends mm. and go tear down this power plant and, and kick this multi-millionaire you know multi-million dollar jobs ass mm. pardon my language but, no go ahead we cuss um, on here well <laughs> i'm trying to be a congressman oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> So um, hired hired Klein and uh, hired a good good group of my friends and we did a really good job on that and then uh, you know somewhere down the line the the company was having some issues and um, you know I saw the uh, light at the end of the tunnel and uh, for me it was it was a much more I would say competitive position that I was in so I talked to the team I had to leave the company I made sure they were all good with it before I left but then I came back into nuclear. And uh, worked in there, worked back at Davis Bessie, got promoted into a couple different positions, and then I left one last time, mm. and um, I was the project director for the General Motors expansion over there on Lasky. Oh, wow. It's about a million square foot expansion. I was uh, in charge of that. I came from the nuclear industry into automotive, you know, no training, no experience, but just my, my leadership skill set, and we were able to successfully complete that project. And after that, they wanted to send me all over the world, and I didn't want to have any of that because I'd already spent a lot of time uh, overseas. So I decided to get back into nuclear, and that's where I've been ever since. Now I work for a company that uh, has a home office in Philadelphia and Chicago. So I have an office in Philly and Chicago. Mm. Um, I work with all the top nuclear power plants and nuclear producing companies across the country. I'm responsible for the nuclear uh, spent nuclear fuel for about 25 plants across the nation. So. Um, none of us are glowing blue, so I think we're doing a pretty good job. But nice. uh, I decided in 2020, um, I became, I would say, I, I've always been the type of guy that's been quiet on my political beliefs. And, um, you know, as a leader, I'm quite often the, the vent path, right? People will come to me. And um, given my age, I've always worked with people who are a lot older than me. And I'm always their leader. And it's awkward. It's awkward because, um, you know, when you walk into a room and you're 20 years younger than somebody, the first thing they think is, what the hell is this kid going to teach me? Mm-hmm. And I can tell you guys, I've taught a lot of people how to use an iPhone <laughs> <laughs> or a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet or PowerPoint in exchange for them, you know, just working with me and accepting me. In respect. And, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, I developed, I mean, a ton of accolades from that. Uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of respect from people that have worked for me regardless of political affiliation. And so in 2020, um, actually in 2019, uh, for the 4th of July, 
I painted a big American flag on my lawn. Um, I was uh, working with a veterans organization that I help uh, sponsor. They take handicapped and disabled veterans on hunting trips and things like that. Mm-hmm. Give them, um, you know, leisure activities or, or activities that they, they weren't, they're not necessarily able to do because of their handicap. So I support them financially. I gave them a goal. If they could break a fundraising goal that they had, I would double it, double my donation, and they did. But then they also threw something in there that, you know, uh, I would paint a, a really, really big American flag on my lawn. So I did that, and then it became a tradition. So in 2020, I was going to paint the POWMIA flag on my lawn. And right before, like three days before um, we were actually supposed to start painting, the company that sells the paint called me and said, JR, you do not want to paint your lawn black and white because those two colors, specifically the black, will absorb all that sun and it will kill your grass. Mm. And they knew the trouble that I had the year before mm. and how much trouble I got in with my wife. Mm. So mm-hmm. uh, they were trying to look out for me. And so we decided at the 11th hour that um, you know we we're going to paint Trump 2020 on my lawn. So mm. we did. And... Um, after I painted Trump 2020 on my lawn, my lawn went just viral. Uh, <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, so, the, so the lawn that everybody saw on the news from Toledo or from Portland, Portland, Portland was his lawn. Uh, like, the Trump flag. Yeah. Yep. So it was all in preparation for a Fourth of July party that I have. And so what the what the news failed to, to, to focus on was the fact that, okay, the guy has Trump 2020 on his lawn, but he also has signs everywhere like really nice laminated signs that says you know i support president trump it's okay if you don't we can still be friends right Mm -hmm. Right. and one thing that you'll see from my interviews being on tv and i consistently say that we're missing the opportunity to engage in civil discourse Mm -hmm. we don't talk about things anymore we just polarize just because i support president trump doesn't mean that i'm all of these connotations that you hear you know traditionally out of the left the left-wing media or the right-wing media you know I'm not a racist. I'm not homophobic. I'm not, you know, none of these things. And mm-hmm. so I was trying to break that barrier, break that mold. And um, I also had um, debate parties at my home on the yard. And I invited everybody. I had Democrats and Republicans show up. Mm. And um, I let them talk. And I had, I bought food for, you know, a thousand people. And it uh, ended well? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Very, very well. And got a lot of news coverage from that, too. And then, um, you know, after the election, I just thought to myself that, you know, I have a, a servant leadership mentality. Um, matter of fact, a lot of the people that have worked for me had no idea that I supported President Trump. And it made them curious because a lot of them like me. But they heard so many bad things about Trump that they it, it, it just confused them. Like, mm-hmm. how can Jr. this guy that I've known for years that I really like and I love working for, is a good friend of mine. How can he like President Trump? I mean, that just, it's just absurd, right? right. So... Um, Talking with a lot of people, I just felt maybe it's time for me to to run for office. Maybe it's time for me to test, you know, my capabilities in serving the community. Do you feel that um, your support for Trump affects your campaign in any way? I mean, yeah, of course it does. I mean, you have certain people that, um, you know, may vote for me, may not vote for me, but they. The first thing you see when you Google my name is probably. You know, President Trump, right? Mm-hmm. But one thing that where I've been successful is just getting out and talking to people and letting them know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you pick your battles in life, and you know, I, I I believe that I do everything that I do for righteous reasons. So, 
you know, given the opportunity, which were we've had some pretty good success, just getting out and talking to people. Look, right. I, was, I did support President Trump. I still do. I think his policies were great for the United States. Do I think that he had character flaws? Absolutely. Right. But look, I'm not just supporting President Trump. I support any good politicians that are willing to do the right thing by our country and by our people, right. regardless of political affiliation. What we have right now and what the problem is right now with our social landscape is that everybody's polarizing and we're not talking about things anymore. Right. We're just asking a question. You give a, a yeah. simple answer. If you don't support it, you're the enemy right. and you're everything that I despise. You're every you know negative uh, connotation that I can come up with. That's you now, mm -hmm. just because you don't agree <laughs> with me on one true. issue. Yeah. Yeah. And look, I'm not even, I mean, my campaign folks may that are watching this may be upset with me, but I'm not even a registered Republican. Right. Yeah. I, See, you, the, the thing about uh, politics is there is no nuance. There's either black or white. There's either Republican or Democrat. Democrat. There's mm -hmm. no uh, balance between right. the both. Like right. having a conversation. Like we've had conversations. Me, you, and Clyde yeah. had conversations for like an hour or so, just after after a show, just talking about the differences and being affiliated with one party or just having ideas that can affect America, right? Right. right. And I think that's hard for, for most politicians and most people in political uh, views. They, it's hard for them to understand that. Right. And we, we know the world is full of beautiful colors. Yeah. It's not just black and white. And life is not just black and white. Right. Sometimes you have to make black and white decisions, meaning yes or no right, yeah. decisions, but that doesn't mean that you don't have options. And mm -hmm. that's what we need to bring back to the table. And look, um, we need people in office that are willing to put themselves out there and represent everybody, not just. I mean, you know, when you go into when you go into politics, it's like going into. You remember when we were kids growing up in the neighborhood? You you might have to play for a certain football team or baseball team only mm -hmm. because you live in that area, yeah. right? That's somewhat like politics. You know, you can't always pick your team or pick your coach, mm -hmm. but here's what you can do: you get on the team and you bust your ass and you become an all star. And then the coach thinks, you know what? I got talent on my team. And people start to watch you and watch you perform and, perform and behave. And they develop, you know, a, a liking for that. And they try to mimic it, right? Because you're obviously a team player. You have talent. Now the coach realizes that they have, you know, weaponry to use, if you will. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it inspires people. And that's what I want to do with the Republican Party. You know, you could ask me if, uh, you know, why don't I do that on the Democratic side? Well, I can tell you when I look at the Republican Party and when I look at the Democratic Party, I see a Democratic Party that's been way more divisive than a Republican Party over the years. And, you know, history is going to continue to repeat itself. And, you know, I choose my team to be the Republican Party. But I choose my people to be people of Northwest Ohio, right. regardless of who they support. Mm -hmm. So we got some questions in the comments. Sure. Um, we got a lot of comments. Let me go up here. So one a person is asking, Anton, what will you bring um, to the seat? That'll help you grow, empower, and change our situation um, politically, socially, and economically. So, number one, you'll hear about Marcy Kaptur being in office for 40 years, right? 38 years to be exact. This will be her 20th term. Yeah, that was our next one. They said, how do you shoot? That has not been defeated in over 20 years. Well, she hasn't because we've all been low-information voters, myself included, right? I, You know, people vote for Marcy Kaptur because life has been okay and politics hasn't been... You know, our replacement of watching, you know, the six o'clock news. I mean, now politics is everywhere and, and, and anywhere. I mean, we can't get away from politics. Mm -hmm. Right. So 
you'll hear people say Marcy Kaptur is the longest standing female member of Congress in history. And that's great. That's a great achievement. But what you won't hear is that Marcy has the worst attendance record than any politician in office, in the House, in Congress, of any uh, representative in Congress in history, regardless that of down, sex. Too, so that Wait, what's that mean? What do you mean? That means that she misses over 5.5% of her congressionally mandating voting opportunities. So when bills are, are brought into Congress, she's absent. She's mm. not there. Well, how and do you think she won the seat so long? She wins the seat because Marcy Kaptur has this appearance of like this nice little old lady, you know, who, you know, she, she shows up at prime opportunities. Um, she has the media in her back pocket. She has a lot of friends in Toledo. I can't say anything negative about Marcy Kaptur, mm -hmm. right? Because my grandparents voted for Marcy Kaptur. My mama and, voted. Yeah. She stood by Marcy Kaptur. Yeah. Look, I don't, I don't have any, you know, bad things personally to say about Marcy Kaptur. Past candidates do. They attack her. Mm. I'm not going to attack her. Right. You know, what I'm going to do is talk about why I'm better. Why am I better? Well, number one, I'm not 76, 77 years old. Okay. Um, number two, I grew up in Toledo. I have an affinity for Toledo. I have a passion for Toledo. Um, I mean, in, in every turn of my professional career, I've always reached back to Toledo. I mean, I, I Toledo's close to my heart, and I watched this this community um, fall over the years from when it was, you know, when I was a kid. Mm. I mean, I remember as a kid, my mom and dad, or my mom specifically, saying, "Hey, you know, go next door and ask the neighbor if they have any ketchup or any sugar." Or remember those things? Mm -hmm. you, know, you can't do that anymore. I can. My aunt lived next door. Well, <laughs> Cheater, 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 yeah. cheater. And a cousin live across the street, too. Well, I mean, you know. It, it, but I, I want, get what you're saying. I want to bring Toledo back to, you know, the community values that we once had. And right now, we're, we're a divided community. Not only Toledo, but the entire district. And um, my first campaign commitment is that I'll be readily available to everyone. When I go to my campaign, uh, uh, on my campaign tour and I speak at different events, I give out my cell phone number. Mm. Right? And, and I get a lot of calls, a lot of text messages. And I answer every one of them. Um, but I promise to have a town hall meeting in every district, in every quarter, in every county that I represent, once a quarter. And mm -hmm. Marcy Kaptur doesn't do that. No politician does that. The only time you see our politicians is when they want your money or they want your vote. I plan on being in district every day that I can. Mm -hmm. And So you feel like doing these meetings more uh, often will help? Absolutely, because... We haven't, as, as, as a district here and as a community in Northwest Ohio, we don't really know what it's like to have good representation because we've never had it. You know, we, we don't know what it's like to have a congressman or a congresswoman that you can reach out to and that'll answer the phone. Right. Well, what I about mean, look, I, today I manage more people and more money than Marcy Kaptur. Mm. I manage over $4 billion and I have a department of over 750 people. Wow. I can answer everybody's phone call. She has her assistants answer phone calls, mm. and it gets passed from assistant to assistant to assistant. With me, you call me, I'm going to answer. I'm going to answer all the time, and I'm going to listen to your concerns. Mm. Okay. Um, Marcy just made a real power move with the green belt hookup, you know, as far as um, getting HUD out there and getting investigated. Mm -hmm. How do you, how you feel about that? If you, was, if you was to take over, how would you implement in that or, or, or the housing crisis that we're going through with, with all these slumlords, how would you uh, deal with that? That's a good question. I, I, I just started learning about what Marcy's involvement is with that. Um, you know, I think one of the one of the concerns that we have in not only in Toledo, but in our entire district is blight. Right. We have homes that have been sitting stagnant for years and we're not doing anything with them. They become, you know, opportunities for you name it. Right. You have right. people stripping siding. I mean. What is, what is it now? Like a house is uh, vacant for two days yeah. and it's gone. The siding's gone, right? Mm. 
we need to get back into our the number one thing is jobs right bringing jobs back to the community right we we have amazon coming in and everybody probably thinks that's a great thing and it is but big businesses ruin large communities because the only way they come in here is for big tax breaks we need to bolster our support for small businesses um, another 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 example the cleveland indians are asking for over 400 million dollars in tax breaks from the city of Cleveland, the state of Ohio, and Cuyahoga County. Okay, $423 million in tax breaks. Mm. And they're going to get it. And they're going to get it to renovate their entire stadium. How does that make you guys feel? Terrible. Yeah. Why does a professional... That ain't benefiting me. Right. If we are, as Republicans, which I'm going to call myself, if I'm a Republican, my first answer is going to be, well, capitalism, capitalism, capitalism. True. If we're so staunch, you know, capitalists, then that team should be able to pay for their own refurbishment. If they mm-hmm. don't, they fail. Mm-hmm. Right. But when you that's and that's where I was going earlier is I'm pissed off at both sides, not just Democrats, not just Republicans, both. They're they're all lying to us. They're all lying to us. And they're going to find a way to support the Cleveland Indians. They're going to strip the taxpayers of more money mm-hmm. like they always do. And they're going to wipe it under the carpet. But that's going to have a trickle effect. That's going to affect us in Lucas County. It's going to affect us in Ottawa County. It's going to affect us in Sandusky County because those people who would traditionally have a little bit more money to spend, I mean, Cuyahoga County residents come over our way for travel, right? right? They're not going to have those extra dollars. Now, it's not this huge, huge you know, large sum of money because it's spread out over 30 years, but that doesn't take away from the principle and the fact that taxpayers are once again paying for large, big businesses and wealthy people just to be more wealthy. And I... That's what I want to fight against. Mm, and they said, what are the, the specifics on how you will help not dish or not? Before you answer that question, we got to take a quick break. Sure. So we're going to have uh, Mac come in, join in the con- on the conversation. <laughs> so we're going to take a break. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Hot Box, Hot Hot Box. Box. Mud City Entertainment, yep. Greater New Psalmist Church, Amen. J. Rush Jennings, uh-huh. Sasha Denise. Social Butterfly. Hey, Miss Carter. Oh, Henry's Kitchen on Wheels. Rolling. Details by Sino. That's flat. And Arc Construction and Restoration. Restore. If you would like to become a sponsor of the Rising Grind Morning Show, send your info to Rise. And, and grind. grind. At the 419 Grind.com, you can become a sponsor of our he show. He was staring at a Chick fil A bag. All right, we'll be right back. I'm reading the comments. Yeah, they're going crazy in the comments. Hey guys, I'm attorney Dennis E. Sawan, and I'm going to be joining the 419 Grind crew on Rise and Grind Wednesdays from 830 to 930. We're going to be answering your general legal questions and talking about trending legal topics. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts, the 419 Grind podcast. It's back to sports. Welcome to Win or Lose Sports Show, presented by the 419 Grind. Talking sports, hip-hop to pop culture. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are heard. It's kickoff time. So many R.I.P. Pride is a devil. 
think you got a hold on me Pride is a devil Paranoid, I put you over everything To fill the void And when you're gone Will I have anything Or will I be destroyed mm. Terrified Paranoid, I put you over everything To fill the void And when you're gone Will I have anything Or will I be destroyed Yeah Bright lights pass me in the city, it's emergency I'm thankful cause I made it past my 30s, no one murdered me Still remember vividly the nigga that pulled a gun on me I'm petrified but moving like I got no sense of urgency Pride make a nigga act way harder than he really be Pride hide the shame of city, cut off all utilities Pride hide the pain of growing up in hell and poverty Pride make a nigga feel the way that you would follow me Make a nigga flash a thousand like he hit the lottery Make a baby mama make shit harder than it gotta be Make you have to take the bitch to court to see your prodigy make you have to use your last resort and pull a robbery Pride be the reason for the family dichotomy Got uncles and some aunties that's too proud to give apology Slowly realizing what the root of all my problems be It got me feeling different when somebody said he proud of me Pride is the devil I think it got a hold on me Pride is the devil And it left so many R.I.P. Pride is the devil I think it got a hold on me Pride is the devil mm. Yeah Terrified, paranoid I put you over everything To fill the void And when you're gone Will I have anything Or will I be destroyed mm. Terrified, paranoid I put you over everything To fill the void And when you're gone Will I have anything Or will I be destroyed Yeah Running the count, must be a mount, ten of a bounce. I gotta pay a nigga to add it up, then pay somebody to make sure whatever amount he say, I'm bagging up. Got racks on racks, I'm racking up, stacking up. You reaching on acting up, break it down, weigh it up, not back it up. Make a five of mine that's regular. Nigga playing with us, that's a negative. Go back to start, that's never. I'm a boss, my closet leather. Ain't no off days on my schedule. Long as I live, we live forever. So my twin and shit get better. These niggas that slip, let me ahead of Got my feet up, I pay 70 bands to have sets on the jet. I don't need them, that shit in the past. I'm feeling like what's next. Got my speed up, foot all on the gas, just not a CA vet. I can beat them, I Believe in me, just tell me what's the bet How my pride gone, had to lose it all Then I got rich, I own five homes Glad some of this shit starting to make sense I'm staying hella focused, and I can't forget the bigger picture I can't even hold you, I didn't have shit I won't forget it, will I be destroyed? Come to me with everything, it's starting to get annoying I'm addicted to promethazine, it's crazy, I know it All this money coming in, it drive me crazy, not destroyed I'll be crazy if I blow it Pride is the devil I think it got a hold on me Pride is the devil mm. And it left so many R.I.P Pride is the devil I think it got a hold on me Pride is the devil mm. What's wrong with me? Creep. 
up inside you and consume you A disease of the mind that can't control you It's too close for comfort I'm sorry. I was, uh, <laughs> you you got, a short way. You need some leeway. Uh, he's got it's the bag is on there. The bag is on there. Are you ready? Oh. You got all kinds of girls. I know. That's why I'm like, oh, we ain't got All right, all right, all right. We are back at the Rising Night Morning Show. We're getting things together. We got, uh, another candidate running for city council, uh, McGregor Driscoll is in the building with us, and um, we still have Jared Rajewski here. We're going to have some political conversations here. Yeah. Uh, we'll try to get to all the, all the comments that we can, and we may even take some calls. But um, welcome to the platform. Hey, thanks for having me. I was trying to me. get him up so he could <laughs> see the comments. His, his thing was acting crazy. So you running, you running for city council? Yep, city council at large. At large, okay. Oh, at large. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Born and raised from here? Yep. Uh, I was born at St. V's. I grew up in Maumee. Uh, did my undergraduate yeah, yeah. at University of Toledo. What high school you graduate from? Maumee High School. Okay. What's your zodiac sign? I'm a Sagittarius. Okay. Yep. We ain't had one of those in a while. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> Your birthday coming up. Happy early birthday. Yeah, December 2nd. <laughs> oh, my birthday, November 2nd. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. yeah all right. Deuces. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Play that. Um, yeah, I went to Cleveland State for graduate school. I studied urban planning and urban economic development. And uh, moved back to the area. I work for the Downtown Toledo Development Corporation. So we do economic development projects in downtown. And I uh, live in the Old West End with my wife. And, uh, yeah, I'm running for city council just to have a chance to interject a perspective on good zoning and economic development practice. Are you, um, are you affiliated with any party? Yeah, I've been endorsed by the Democratic Party. Okay, okay. okay. What made you want to run? Uh, you know, I as an urban planner, as an economic development professional um i think that perspective is sorely missing on council i think we have good people working for the city in economic development but i think that their uh, efforts need to be doubled and tripled and and we've got to continue building our neighborhoods um i've been a part of doing that in downtown obviously we've been resurgent we're growing people are moving back to the area right. um we got to take those same strategies and replicate that all throughout the city mm-hmm. take, take it to every neighborhood focus on the things we focused on downtown Improving our housing stock, focusing on our infrastructure, and getting our economy growing again. How difficult would you say it is to run? It's hard. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> we have 15 days to go or 14 days to go. Okay. But uh, some of the barriers to entry that you perceive really aren't necessarily there. Um, it's difficult to run, but to get started, it's it's a lot easier than people might think. And As I, far as getting contributions and everything and, people, and support? Yeah, I mean, that's not something I'm, like, great at. Right. I grew up... There's six kids in my family. My okay. dad was a butcher. My mom was a nursery school teacher, so we didn't like have much. And right. So, uh, calling people and asking for money is a is not an easy thing right. for me to do because we never we never asked for anything because we didn't have anything to give. Um, and so don't ask for no money if you ain't exactly. got nothing to give back. <laughs> exactly. So, but we've gotten 
you know, a decent amount of contributions. We're going to be successful. We're going to be competitive for sure. Okay. So, so both of you guys are pretty much first time candidates. Um, you, you definitely got a different kind of role going for the Senate and him uh, being city council. But uh, I want to, I want to address this to both of y'all because I keep saying this in the comments. What, what, what's different? What, what, what are you going to bring different to council? And what are you going to bring different to Senate that that we haven't seen? Well, for me, it's the House. I wish. I mean, Senate's no longer a little little bit different, but um, for the House. So the number one thing I'm going to bring to the district is just a passion for this district and an understanding of what it takes to. You know, look, I'm going to. I I see all these comments in the chat, and just so you know, the last segment I didn't have my phone up, so I wasn't seeing those, so I wasn't intentionally ignoring your questions. But look, what if you look at Jr. Majewski, who I am, okay, and if you look at my career and where I've where I've uh, and the things that I've achieved. I'm a success story. I'm a guy that left the the, the Woodward area, right? Yeah. That actually went out, joined the service, finished my master's degree. I'm an executive in the nuclear industry. Not not just, you know, a Davis Bessie guy. Now I work across the, the globe. And um, you know, I want to bring those opportunities back to the district. Right now we don't have those opportunities. Right now we have a district in turmoil. And I know you know, um, we like we would like to believe that Toledo is growing, but it's not. Mm. Wood County is growing. Lucas County is not growing. Wood County is growing. Mm. Okay, and there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. It's how they treat small businesses. It's how they treat all businesses, for that matter. Right. And urban sprawl has been an issue in this community since I've been a child. Oh, and you know, we can't ignore that. So what I'll bring back, what I'll bring back to this district again, my number one thing is representation. Number two is listening to the people. And I got some pretty, you know, we were talking during the break, some of the things that I think we need to be focused on. Right now we're focused on COVID. We have, I'll give you an example. In Texas, they're they're asking, you need me to stop for a call? 419, we on the line. Who we got? No, you're good. <laughs> we're going to take this one. But, uh, how y'all doing? Who is this? Anton, how y'all doing? What up, Anton? What you got going on? I just wanted to call in and talk to the guys and I asked a couple questions. And go ahead and ask your questions. It's like a funeral. You only got two minutes, though. Okay. <laughs> okay first, I want to say congratulations on you guys running for your seat. Uh, and I was one of the ones in the comments that asked the question. And I guess one of the biggest questions I have is, what are you guys going to do to try to bring commerce into the inner city and stop the gentrification? And maybe help us uh, start some generational wealth for the nine in Toledo. Is it is it really any way to stop the gentrification? Right. There is. There yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, it's hard when you look across the country to find good examples of it. But the key, the reason gentrification is happening is uh, lack of affordability. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I, I'm a Democrat. I'm running as a Democrat. I'm a proud Democrat. But the truth is, you know, we've got to understand basic economics. And prices rise when there's not enough supply. Right. And that's what's taking place in the inner city. Um, we don't have enough housing. On the legislative side, it's because not enough density is written to, into our code. So you can't build at really high density levels. You can't um, build a lot of multifamily. We have way too many single-family homes in the city, way too many single-family zoned parcels in the city. And on the supply side, uh, we've got to facilitate low-income housing tax credit developments in our inner city. Uh, We've got to continue to seek out after development proposals, develop our historic commercial corridors. We're seeing that start to take place in, you know, along Summit Street and Vistula, um, along Main Street and East Toledo. That's a good thing. 
we've got we need more housing. That mm-hmm. that's the solution here, and more dense housing too. Well, well um, with the possibility of the Greenville getting torn down, that's that's like two hundred plus people who are gonna need housing for sure. Yeah, so. It is. How, how, how to get them some vouchers yeah. and move them other places? Yeah, vouchers are good too. You yeah. know, I mean, it, it can be an above all strategy. So we, we want to. Where make sure. would they be moving these people to? Are they going to move them to the outskirts or, or what? I Probably mean. nearby other hood places that's got openings or something. Yeah, I think for me, we've got to make sure that our low income housing projects are located along transit and commercial corridors. Um, people need to have access to basic services. I mean, if we maroon people in areas that aren't well serviced by public transit, they'll never be able to find a job. They'll never be able to get back to work and start to build wealth and those sorts of things. And so to me, that's, you know, that is that is in our inner city for sure. Downtown, we have low-income housing projects in downtown um, along Monroe Street. Um, projects like near the casino, for example, that's a big job hub. Those sorts of areas are, you know, we've got to make sure that neighborhoods meet your needs right, from a housing right. perspective, from a jobs perspective, from a commercial activity perspective. And from a federal perspective, my job is to make sure that I'm sitting down with the right people in the community, you know, small business owners, um, homeowners, and, you know, folks that were, are, are on city council, the state right. legislators, making sure that they have equitable funding and they have what they need from the federal government. That's my job in, in this in this scenario. What I would do specifically aligned with this, I mean, th- th- there's no, there's nothing necessarily that a representative can do other than support their local leaders, right? You right. have, you have to understand where the long, where the lines are drawn and not overreach. Right. right. Um, one thing that you, that you see our federal government do is they overreach. They step on the toes of our city councilmen. They step on the toes of our state legislators. And, you know, there's no reason to have these folks here busting their butts doing really good jobs if we're not listening to them at the federal level right so that's what i mean when i say that i'm going to be here i'm going to be listening to people i'm going to have these town halls i'm going to be going to small businesses i'm not going to be you know sitting in dc you know trying to get a a six o'clock or seven o'clock interview on fox news i'm going to be in toledo in sandusky in cleveland in the district listening to concerns and taking those concerns back to washington dc one of the common misnomers that you'll see out of representatives, regardless of what political affiliation they have, is that they go to D.C. and they become ideologues. OK, right. that is not my intent. My intent is to represent the people. And some of the comments that I saw in the chat was about, you know, power. Look, I'm taking a six figure pay cut to do this. Okay, mm. I'm in the prime of my career. I'm not going to D.C. to make one hundred seventy four thousand dollars a year thinking that I'm going to strike it rich. I'm doing this because I love this community. I'm doing this because I love the people. And that's just the, the that's just the basement line, you know, um, purpose of what I'm doing. This is the lowest level. Why am I doing it? Because I love this community. Absolutely love it. That answer your question, Anton. We hung up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, will, we, will, we will allow phone calls maybe, maybe towards the end. But we want to really let these candidates yeah. get their uh, get their opinions and stuff across. So I got a question for for Mac. So uh, a lot of people don't understand uh, the position of the at large. They say. Cause <laughs> I know when I heard it when Daniel said it, I was cracking up. Like, what are yeah. you talking about? So medium most and small? People, most people know about the districts, uh, but they don't know about the at-large seat because mm-hmm. they don't they don't understand. So explain to people what the at-large means. Yeah, we're not geographically bound like the districts, so right. we are citywide. So anybody, when you go to vote on November 2nd, you'll get to pick six candidates that you want to represent you on city council. Mm-hmm. And we come from all over the city. So I live in the Old West End. So does Nick Comimes. Um there's some candidates who live in South Toledo, West Toledo. Right. I think 
the perspective of the at-large is somebody who doesn't always have to be focused solely on a district. And that's a good thing because sometimes uh, the interests of districts might compete. Mm -hmm. And you need people in the room who are willing to, you know, be an honest broker and do what's Mm -hmm. right for the city. And that's not to say that district people aren't doing that. But, you know, we do need people who are focused on ideas rather than the needs of, you know, so let me, let me ask you this question: How much, how much easier would your job be with a with a representative that holds town meetings where you guys can sit down and box it out and, and come to conclusions? Yeah, no, I I think that would be a good thing to have. Is that something that's happening now that or you don't know? Oh, you mean my district personally? Yeah. And I we're, we're represented by uh, Venice Williams in District Four. Oh, shout out to Venice. Yeah, yeah. Girl, she's girl. great. Mm-hmm. Um, she's really you know. Think you know she replaced somebody. She was appointed, but she's been really terrific, mm-hmm. and uh, and I found really easy to work with. And that always um, helps when you can work with somebody. You yeah, know. yeah. Count, we have a lot of good people on council. I mean that 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 has not necessarily been a problem. What I mean, advice? The FBI helped us with that. <laughs> what advice would you give someone who can't work with um, their colleagues? You know, if you can't work with people, you gotta find a way to I, I think pressure on politically and I think you know you work with the neighborhood groups if that's what it takes and you work with the citizens if that's what it takes and um, you put enough pressure on somebody they'll they'll end up doing the right thing I think mm-hmm. what are you are you out in the community trying to get votes like how do you go out? yeah we knock doors all the time okay. we're phone banking um, you know that's we're wearing out our shoes that's that's our strategy is to just hit as many doors meet as many people as possible we don't have the resources of some of these other campaigns we're new to this too, so we're, we're just now introducing ourselves to Toledo voters, but the, the feedback's been really, um, really good so far, and I think I think we've got a real shot. So what are some of the issues that you uh, think as uh, city council needs to tackle uh, that's going on in the, not just the inner city, but the suburbs as well? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's the thing. I think a lot of candidates have pointed out that we've got to start focusing on our neighborhoods, and mm-hmm. that's what I want to do, too. I think I'm probably the only candidate in the race, though, who's actually done it. And so what we've been able to accomplish downtown, you know, we've grown our resident base. We've seen more uh, businesses and commercial activity move back in. I think that's something we'll replicate. You know, we got to start in the center city, though. Mm-hmm. You know, a good city is built from the center out. Right. It's mm-hmm. easier to plan transit around. It's easier to uh, see economic development around. Um, and also, that's where interest is from millennials and empty nesters who are moving back into cities. Um, they want to live in walkable environments, bikeable environments, places with parks and yeah. coffee shops and things like that. So mm-hmm. that's where the interest is. Um, we miss out on that, and that's why people move to downtown Perrysburg or Chevalier or things like that instead of Toledo. Right, right. Um, one, one thing I think that Toledo is missing and. Well, it looks like the live's down, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to We still record, though. Okay. Yeah, it's still on YouTube. One thing I think we need to focus on and what's missing um, specifically from our lakefront is that um, we're not reinvesting in our ports. Right? We have, you know, Toledo used to be the largest exporter of coal in the world. And right. we have all of these so. automotive manufacturers right here on Lake Erie. And we also used to be one of the biggest importers of military goods from overseas. Right. So when, uh, you know, a group of troops would come back from the Middle East or from Europe, all of their household goods would come right through Toledo. And then they would be distributed, you know, to their home, wherever they lived in the country. Now, Jeep, Chrysler, GM, they're sending everything by, by rail to yeah. either Norfolk yeah. or to Louisiana. And it's all going out by ship there. Why? Because we can't bring large Panamax-style ships in here. Right. So one of the things that I want to do 
is I want to work with the Great Lakes Commission. I want to work with the state of Ohio, with communities in the district, the state of Michigan, you know, and I want to look at actually expanding our ports and using them for, you know, their, their true capacity. Um, we have, you know, a huge surplus or a huge backlog now of our supply chain sitting on the east and west coast that can't get in. Mm. Imagine if they could come in here to Toledo. Right. right? Mm. And, and I don't know if Toledoans realize how much money you can actually make working on those ports. Yeah. I mean, there is a plethora of income that could that could be brought here. And, you know, we're we're, we're spending money on Lake Erie cleanup. Right. But are we really cleaning up Lake Erie? Are we really addressing these algal blooms? Mm. Okay, I come from the nuclear industry and you hear a lot of these politicians talk about root cause. And I can tell you that there's a methodology for determining what a root cause is. That's an actual professional term. Okay. Right. I and, learned that at Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> when you go find a root cause, when I, if, if you're to say, hey, if I say, hey, Jesse, I need you to do an FMEA to mm-hmm. find the root cause, right? It's a failure modes and effect analysis. Okay. What you do is you look at the problem and you look at reasons why or causal factors on why that problem exists. Now, for algal blooms, why does it exist? Because we have you know, increased amounts of nos- uh, nitrogen, phosphates, all of these other things that are getting into the water system, which are getting out into the lake, and then the water's running stagnant, and it's causing algae. Okay, so how do we have Marcy Capter and other politicians going for 500 and some million dollars uh, for, for Great Lakes cleanup effort in grant money? Again, our money. But we miss the fact that the city of Maumee has been dumping 30 million gallons yeah. of mm. human waste yeah. into the Maumee River. We read that uh, yeah. How do you miss that? With uh, Dennis, yeah. yeah. When you're fixing your car, yeah. right. you're going to find out if you got a missing spark plug before right. you go change the, the mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the, the And they've the been doing this for, what, 20 years? Yeah, they've been doing this for a long yeah. time. So what does that show so you? We've covered it up. What is that? Well, it's not about covering up. It's about path of least resistance legislation. It's oh. about not really, tr- really wanting to find the problem. They want to exacerbate the problem. They want to. They, they they want these problems to exist because when they have problems, they can find money to f- to provide solutions. And if you look at the way the money is dispersed, the city of Toledo and our lakefront is not really getting a benefit from these grants. It's going to the state of Michigan. It's going to Wisconsin. It's going to all of these other big states that actually have plans in place, right? And back on the you know the 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 Great Lakes expansion, um, I've already talked with the Army Corps of Engineers. I've already talked with a, a gentleman that owns have you guys ever heard of the Lafarge quarries that are out on uh, on uh, Kelly's Island? Okay, so I talked to the owner of the Lafarge quarry on Kelly's Island. Uh, Lafarge's uh, uh, lease ends in 2026, okay? And a lot of the reasons why we haven't expanded Lake Erie's um, uh, port and, and, and actually made it so we could bring in larger ships is because there is actually reasonable belief that the silt on the bottom of Lake Erie is a contributing factor to Parkinson's disease. Mm. Okay, mm. and so the communities have been scared of actually churning up that silt and getting people sick. Now, when we look at okay, you got to be a problem solver. Okay, so in the nuclear industry, I've done a lot of dredging, I've done a lot of digging on you know around components that are extremely vulnerable not only to the health of the plant but the health of the public meaning if we hit that line something bad happens okay there's a re- there there's other ways of expanding the lake the 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 lakefront um, outside of dredging okay there's 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 soft digging there's vacuuming there's so many different ways in which we can do this right so i've come up with a strategy in which we would actually um, have. Have you ever, any of you been out in Putin Bay? Me. Yeah. Okay. 
What's the first thing? Well, you probably won't necessarily guess this, but one of the first things I recognize is when I get to put in bay is it smells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It I smells. Definitely. I was like, what? They have no municipal um, bathrooms. They have, they have no municipal waste systems out there. They've been trying to get it for years. Okay, so the solution that I'm working on right now with my team is the Army Corps of Engineers will come in, they'll build a reverse osmosis facility, which would allow us to vacuum all this silt from the bottom of Lake Erie, pump it in through this reverse osmosis system, and then we would then take that silt, which is now clean, and put it into the empty quarry in 2026, okay? And then we'll fill that empty quarry, and guess what? That now becomes redeveloped, you know, that becomes land that can be redeveloped, right? So more people could actually come out to the islands. Number two, the Army Corps of Engineers has just actually built Kelly's Island, Putin Bay, their own wastewater treatment system. Okay, and number three, we've actually built the opportunity for larger ships and bigger businesses to come in here and actually use our ports. We have the ports for this stuff. All we need is to expand the lakefront, expand wow. the lock systems, and. Right now, um, we're not doing that. And we have a lot of dams that are in, uh, you know, locally. And instead of fixing the dams, what our legislators are doing is actually they're reducing the height of these dams. And what that's doing is that's increasing the vacuum pull on all these waterways, which is then sucking all of the underground phosphates and nitrogen out of the groundwater. Mm. And that's accelerating the algal growth out on the lake. Mm. That's all because we're trying to put a Band-Aid over something that needs stitches, right? Yeah. I want to do it right, and I want to do it right the first time. And I want, it to, I want to come up with solutions that are outside of the box that a lot of people think of. And, you know, I want to do things that the community agrees upon, not just sit in the back room with a bunch of legislators and a bunch of lobbyists and think, well, if I do this, then, Je- you know, Jesse's company is going to give me a lot of pack money next year. So, yeah, I think I'm going to side with uh, mm-hmm. with J- what Jesse has to say, because he might give me, you know, $150,000 next time I run for office. That has to be eliminated from the situation. It's so many. They all do it, regardless right. of political affiliation. Exactly. They all do it. Yeah. Trying to get bought. And I'm yeah. not going to do I'm telling you, I'm not going to do that. It's not in my wheelhouse. Look, I have a master's degree in management, project management. I know nothing about nuclear. Okay. And how the plant runs. I don't know anything about nuclear fuel. And I'm, I'm saying that facetiously. I do know a little bit. I know enough to mm-hmm. lead a big group. But I intentionally don't want to know more than the people that work for me. Right. The reason is, is because my job is to keep people out of their way and give them the resources they need to do their jobs and to do it effectively. Mm-hmm. If I become the master of their jobs, they have no reason to exist. Mm. What my job is to propel them and elevate them into a position where they can give me critical feedback and help me help them make the right decisions. That's what I plan on doing in Congress. That's what we don't have right now. Everybody's an expert. When the reality is, is they're not. They're not using their money effectively. We should have experts in the room. We should have experts you know, involved with resolving these, these, uh, these, these problems. And we, we don't have that. We have a bunch of overpaid congressional representatives that are, you know, brought in from silver spoons and, mm-hmm. and uh, ways, wealthy huh? backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And this is a playground for them. That $174,000 is just money that they can spend on Bitcoin. Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jason. So I like how this MF thing. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean but, but it's real though, you know, um, like when we heard about the story about the mom yeah. dumping into, you know that's that's our water system. Like like you know that, that's water we supposed years, to drink and bathe with. You know what I'm saying? For years. And to know that this could be probably why people have skin problems, anything, health yeah. issues, or anything because of of illegal dumping or or, or not properly uh, orchestrated dumping into the, into our rivers. Right. And so I wanted to ask like, 
What, what is the biggest reason we can't bring in big ships? Is it because of our bridges? Do the bridges need to be higher? Or? Um, yeah, there, there, there does need to be some bridge expansion, but really, it's because of the fact that Lake Erie is so shallow, right? And and we need to, you know, expand the. We need to make it a little bit deeper. I mean, if you come, you know, through Lake Erie. There's essentially two or three big ships that just run uh, limestone mm-hmm. back and forth. That's all they do. And they sit in, this, in, a, in a, a dredged canal through Sandusky, out to Marblehead, back to Canada. Boom, boom. They do that. That's a constant repeat. Winch, you know, Wash, rinse, and repeat. That's all they do. We need to do the same thing, but we need to make it so that these ships can go all over the lake, not just to two or three different locations. We've done it before. We can do it again. We just have to do it the smart way. I'm tired of our government telling us no when they should be telling us how they can help, right? When we have a problem, they need to be telling us how they can help us resolve the problem, not that we can't have a resolution or not that it's going to cost us more money to develop the resolution. And we don't have enough critical thinkers in Congress right now. We don't. We have a bunch of people that are pandering fear, that are making, you know, uh, the the general public... Regardless of both sides of the aisle are doing this, they're pandering fear there because fear sells fears. Fear gets them campaign donations and they're pandering and perpetuating this fear in, in the hopes that they're going to get more money. Look, it shouldn't. And, and here's another thing. Um, you're a lot of people talking about term limits. OK, how do you guys feel about term limits? Depends on how, how well they're doing the job. Yeah, Seriously. Yeah. Okay, so I like to hear that. If we want a monitor, you gotta go. You go to a talk, if you go to talk to a bunch of white Republican people, you know what they say? Oh yeah, we need term limits. We need term limits. Why? And so I'll break it down for you. Your opportunity to run for federal office is given to you by the Constitution. Okay. Right now we have people that get into office and they stay into office for thirty to forty years. And the reason they do that is because they control money. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you have term limitations, all you're doing is speeding up the machine. Well, what do I mean by that? Say Marcy Kaptur, for example, when she get, when she's elected, the Democratic Party has an overarching um, ability to manipulate her, right? Because they control the donor money for the most part. If Marcy Kaptur doesn't follow the, and I'm being hypothetical, I'm not saying this is actually Marcy, but um, to be fair. If Marcy doesn't uh, fall in line with the Democratic agenda, they make sure that the next time she comes up for election, she doesn't get funding from them or she doesn't get help. Okay, you should be able to wake up on Friday and say, you know what? I'm tired of Mike DeWine. I'm going to be the governor and not have to worry about how many millionaires you have to know to get there. Okay, right now, in order to run for office in this country at the federal level or the state level, you have to have a circle of friends and a network that's going to bring you money immediately. And it's a shame. So instead of setting term limits on people, we should make the, um, the campaign financing, um, regulations, um, opportunistic for everybody. Mm. Okay. Meaning you should be able to wake up tomorrow and say, I want to be the governor again. And there's a path for you to become the governor. It's not this uh, ambiguous thing that you have to Google for 16 hours to figure out how you can even go raise a dollar. Right. And that's what it is right now. What's crazy about that is uh, going back to city council is now that the, the, uh, was it four uh, council members that got caught taking funds from Mm -hmm. whatever. So that's illegal uh, on the, the city council level, but not, worried about on when it comes to federal and state right so uh like how do we like how do we take the local and make it and and push federal and, and state we have to have i mean again it needs an, a complete and an utter overhaul 
And we need a bipartisan effort. We need people that are actually, we need non-politicians to solve this problem, right? We need experts. We need CPAs. We need business leaders. We need people that actually are going to be giving money, that have a stake in the game, that are stakeholders, community members, right? You know that if you don't fix this, then your money is not good money. Mm. And we all want our money to be good money. Whether you give $5 to, you know, one of us to run for office or you give 5000 you should know that your money is being spent. Right you know, for the, for righteous reasons. And if you don't, then, you know, you should have the opportunity not to donate. And I think that's, um, I think that what, what Trump was getting at running for, because he ran the country like a business, like a business. And he wasn't worried about his salary or nothing like that. Of course he had a whole bunch of little flaws that he got on everybody nerves with a, uh, with an asshole personality. But as far as the country, he ran it like he had like a, a business and he had China paying for rice. Right. And, 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 and like, that, that is, that, that is, you know, um, historically, the right way to run the government or to run from the executive office, right? But here's the thing: when you look across the spectrum today of candidates, um, you see a bunch of on the Republican side. All they're doing is saying, "I love Trump. I love Trump the best. Oh, Trump's my best buddy. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that." Look, I don't do that. Okay, I'm not out saying those things. Um, if you Google my name, you see my lawn. You see Trump 2020. I don't need to kowtow to President Trump to let him know that I'm his buddy. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I grew up in the generation where everyone everyone wanted to be like Trump. Name your favorite rapper. They had Trump in their music. Okay, I didn't fall victim to all of this uh, propaganda that said Trump was this evil, you know, person. And um, so, so I just do my own thing. I just talk about what's good for Ohio. All these other candidates are talking about how you know how religious they are to the Trump agenda. Right. If Trump's agenda is not good for Ohio, it's not good for me. Right. It's not mm-hmm. what I want to do. It's what you guys want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be your ace in the hole that's going to go kick ass in D.C. and get it done. And I'm willing to talk to anybody and everybody to make that happen. I'm not just going to talk to, you know, so, look, I got more. I got more friends, to be honest with you. I have more friends that still live in the Toledo community, despite the fact that I haven't lived in Toledo in 20 years than I do out in Ottawa County in Port Clinton. Mm. Because I treat my, you know, I treat my my group of friends and associates like a rose bush. You got to trim them every once in a while because you have to look out for, you know, what's good for the health of the plant or what's good for the health of your lifestyle, right? And and so I'm not, I don't have a group of people that I have to pander to, right? I just, you know, again, I'm just doing this because this is what I want. I see this district in demise. I see a community that's actually waking up and realizing that we have, um, you know, generational issues. We have historic and tribal issues with this community. And it all stems from the fact that we've had poor leadership over the past 40 years that's led us here. And what's crazy is, 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 well, you said you haven't um, endorsed yourself as a Republican, but you're a Democrat. Y'all kind of on different sides of the ball, but y'all both got the same kind of issues that need to Come together yeah. and work together, and I th- and that's what I advocate for. I advocate for you know political discourse. I I advocate for you know problem resolution and and, and comes through through healthy discussion. I can't just not like the guy because he's a Democrat. I don't really don't care what his political affiliation is. I'm willing to hear him. He, I mean the 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 you know the economic side of his argument sounded pretty sound. You know, so I'm going to agree with that. Right. But what I will tell you is, well, I know what my job will be in D.C. and that's to stay out of his way. And regardless of if he's a Democrat or a Republican, if he needs money and that money needs to come from the federal government, I have to be his conduit. That's my job. Right. I can't just not like him and not do it. Mm-hmm. That's true, Jr. But overwhelmingly, the people standing in the way of municipal control are Republicans. Sure, that, and that that's fair. But like I told you, so guys, will you caucus if you were to win in Congress? Would you caucus with the Republican Party? 
I'm gonna caucus, I'm gonna talk with everybody. Yeah, I'm not. Now, would you caucus though? Would you caucus with the Republican Party? It depends. It depends on the issue, and it depends on what the demographics. You know, it depends on what you know. The if you don't say. caucus with them, you'd never get a committee appointment. That's I, how caucus I'm not. Is I'm not concerned about that though. I mean, to to I'm, I am not concerned about making friends in D.C. I'm not concerned about you know a second term. I'm going there for one reason and one reason only because I think that I'm the guy that can beat Mercy Captor. And I think that I'm the guy that understands nuclear energy and how important it is to this community. And I understand how close we are to losing it. Yeah. I have a lot of friends right. and family that like to come home and turn their lights on. And no, solar's not going to do that. There's no such thing as clean coal. And right now, wind turbines just aren't cutting it either without subsidies. Right. So I'm true. But, I'm, we, but we do a lot of subsidies for fossil fuels, too. Cor- correct. But I'm not. Like I said, there's no such thing as clean coal. Uh, yeah, I agree. Right, I, I'm, I'm, I'm also an environmentalist. I, I believe that we should leave this environment better than what, you know what, than how we inherited it. You but know? you're, you're going to run in the Republican primary. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, overwhelmingly, again, the only political party that's trying to stop moving towards renewables, including nuclear, in some cases, is the Republican Party. I would disagree. I wouldn't say that it's only the. And again, we shouldn't debate each other because we're both running for different positions. But sure. I don't think that I don't think that's a fact. I think that um, historically speaking, both parties. How many Republicans acknowledge that climate change exists at the federal level? How many elected? That's a gotcha question, man. It's not you a know? gotcha question I, at all. I, I don't. I'm not asking you because the answer is zero. I don't know the answer. Or it's to less that, than because I don't pay attention to what other Republicans are doing. I'm developing. But a you pl- should. I mean, we have to pay attention to what we're doing. Climate change is real. It's happening. And I agree nuclear can be part of that solution. Mm-hmm. But if we don't, I mean, you know, it used to be the case that if we would all recognize there's a problem happening in our community mm-hmm. and then the Democrats would offer a solution and the Republicans would offer a solution. And the Republicans might look a little more market based and Democrats might look a little more state based. Mm-hmm. Right now, though, climate change is real. It's happening. It's affecting our communities deeply. And the Republican Party's burying their head in the sands. So, like, you know. I, I agree that I'm I think, frustrated I, I think oftentimes the, with federal I, but, representation too. Yeah, uh, but but to, I think to act right as path, though that there's a both sides system to this is 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 a name. That's just not true. Well, I'm, I'm speaking I'm speaking very generically on these issues. One because I don't know how many people, how many Republicans support climate change, and frankly, I don't care. I know where I'm going to stand on on climate change, and I know it's real. Okay, mm-hmm. but what I'm going to do is go after effective solutions based on what I know and what my background brings to the table. I'm not going to I'm not going to count if, you know, 15 Republicans support climate change or if they're willing to say it's real in front or outside of, you know, earshot of the lobbyists. What I'm going to do is come back to the community and develop a solution that's good for the community with respect to climate change. I need to represent Northwest Ohio in D.C., not what Jr. thinks, not what 30 other Republicans think. And if that makes me a villain in D.C., if it makes it so that the Republican Party doesn't like me, that's totally fine. They don't like me right now. They're not supporting me right now. I'm out raising money on my own. You know, I'm the first Republican candidate in 20 years that has raised over six figures against Marcy Kaptur. And I did it in the course of like four months. So I'm doing all this on my own, no professional help. I'm not in with the, you know, the big regime of Republicans. Sure. I'm not, I'm not, you know, pulling their, my hand's not in their pocket. Let me put it that way. No, I I agree. And And like I said, I, I, I tell people that all the time too. Like I, I have my dream job and I have a lovely wife and a nice home and like, I'm not in this. So that I can be a city councilman, so I can be a county commissioner, so I can be a state rep. Right. I mean, that if I, I do what I know is right, 
and after four years everybody hates me and votes me out, then fine. Like Here, I'm, I accept just, that. But what I will say is, I think it's it's on its face, it's ludicrous to sit, to go out there and say that this is some sort of both sides problem that that Republicans and Democrats just take money and no, uh, overwhelmingly. There's there's one political party that's not serious about governing, and it's the Republican Party. So Democrats, warts and, and all. Overwhelmingly, there's one party that cares about governing way too much, and that's the Democratic Party. The Democrats want to have a government-affiliated uh, organization for everything, including wiping your own rear. I mean, at some point, there's a, a there, there's a, a path of logic that comes into place, right? I'm for small government. So let me let me go to what you were saying about. Well, I agree, but okay, but here here's the thing. So in Cleveland, they just recently tried to pass, and in Cleveland Heights, a plastic bag tax mm-hmm. to tax an extra penny every time you use a plastic bag at a grocery store. Mm-hmm. Now the Republicans in the state house go out and they banned that at the municipal level. They say you're not allowed to do that. That's mm-hmm. not the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party is not doing that. That's a heavy-handed Republican Party doing yeah, that. Yeah, but the Democratic Party is also telling me that I need to wear a mask, and I'm not smart enough to tell whether or not I need a COVID shot. So, I mean, they're, they're both guilty in many different spaces. We just can pick the arena and we can go they back. They might and, both be guilty well, in different spaces, can, but can, this is a problem of size, okay? okay? And the Democratic Party overwhelmingly is the right party They're doing that are doing the right things, that are trying to govern well. The Republican parties are nihilist. I disagree, and I'm not going to debate you. But, <laughs> I disagree. On that a lot I disagree with you 100%. I think you're giving your standard Democratic lines. I want to come in and I want to get things done. I don't want to talk about the Republican Party versus the, the Democratic Party. If you would have listened to the first segment, I, I made that pretty clear. It's always clear. Okay. Now, no offense to you, but the first thing you gravitated towards was to develop a difference between how the Republican Party is bad and the Democratic Party is good. We're all evil. Okay. They're all evil. That's why we're running for That's office. Not true. Yeah. Well, you, you believe what you want. Here's the Republican stance on on, on energy. Okay. We believe that, um, and I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, but um, with global warming, okay, China's building fossil plants on a weekly basis, one per week, mm-hmm. maybe two, okay? They're becoming a global power that is waiting right now for us to get into some type of a, a civil disobedience or some type of divide even greater than what we have now. Um, they're waiting for us to be vulnerable to an attack okay the republican party acknowledges that um we believe and i firmly believe that it would do no good matter of fact it would just weaken the united states from a defense perspective if we follow this solar panel wind turbine um, path of reality when it comes to energy because we won't be able to sustain a grid that would support national defense when China's building power plants after power plant after power plant. And we're just one little space on the globe. And if we're reducing our carbon footprint or our emissions footprint, but China's increasing it, what are we doing? We're just How do giving we hold China accountable if we're not also taking our carbon that's footprint the question. seriously. But that's the question. But so that's why that's the problem that China and India have is they look at us and they say, what are you doing to First of all, historically, we, we've emitted more carbon than any other country in the history of the world. And so that's a problem they have with us. But moving forward, too, they say you're not making any real commitment to it. So if we don't make a real commitment... Even if we do, they're not going to make a commitment. That's that's not true. They signed on to the Paris Accord, and we exited it. Yeah, they're, and they're still building power plant after power plant. Tell me so, how that's in alignment with the Paris Climate Accord. 
they're also making larger investments in renewables than we oh, are. So we should buy our way into polluting the, the world. And that's, what was, that, that's, that's, that's the end all. It's, it's better to build some solar than no solar. Do you believe in wind turbines? Yeah. I don't know. I'm working in the environmental field. I've been told by contractors that wind turbines are there for just to look. They don't. They don't. They don't provide accurate, accurate electricity or power source. It's just there. So okay. wind turbines have created an opportunity for big businesses to strip us of our money. And here's how. Um, and I can tell you this as a matter of fact because I work with the largest utilities in the country. Okay, when you go to Illinois, you go to Des Moines, you go to Iowa, you see all those wind turbines. You know what they're doing? They're spinning on a meter, and that meter is then used to go back to the state and get and get credits. Okay, it's not hooked up to the grid. Those things aren't those things aren't running on the grid. They're not producing power, and the reason they're not producing power is because they're unstable. They're unstable. If one of those things fails, the whole grid becomes at risk. Mm. Okay, and as a power producer, you're not only liable for the for the power that you put on the grid, you're also reliable for um, for providing the national government, um, but you know, a, 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 a national defense in grid stability. Right. So the government, when they need something, they need power. They demand it, and if you can't give it to them, you can find for it. And these companies are using solar and they're using wind as an effort to create or, or take advantage of loopholes that allows them subsidies. And that's what we have to get rid of because they're, they're all doing it. They're all doing it and they're doing it right in front of our faces and we're not doing anything about it except for cheerleading the fact that, you know, wind turbines work. Look, there's a reason why Siemens came to the United States and gave us a bunch of free wind turbines because it came along with a 10-year maintenance agreement that only qualified Siemens mechanics could, could use. You could buy a wind turbine for your business, but you couldn't touch it. If it broke down, you had to have some qualified mechanic that had training from Siemens to come fix it. Mm. How was that fair? Woo. Well, uh, <laughs> this conversation could go on for for hours. Uh, hours, yeah. Um, but we have to end the show. Uh, wow. Any last words, Mac? I want to be clear. Uh, I appreciate your approach, and I appreciate what you're doing. And uh, I think anybody who's new to this process it's a good thing it's a good thing to jump in and, and interject some new and fresh ideas so i don't want it to be perceived nah, as though you, you know there's differences here or i'm still going to shake your hand and be cool with you afterwards man this is I'm what this is what place. politics is about yeah, <laughs> absolutely it's about civil discourse man right but you're wrong <laughs> i think i'm i think i'm right i think i'm right i think i'm right where can people find you if they have any questions uh, macfortoledo.com m-a-c-l-f-o-r-t-o-l-e-d-o and our facebook and instagram and twitter are all Slash Mac for Toledo. Okay, and where can people find you? Jr. Majewski for Congress dot com on Facebook, on Twitter, you name it, all social medias. I'm out there. Jr. Majewski. All right, this was a great show. You gonna give me a last word? I need word? a shot. So again, I appreciate what you're saying too, and uh, remember, you told me I'm wrong when you're asking me for grant money. <laughs> uh, I'll still give it to you though. Um, look, I, I want to be a conduit of change here in the community again. Um, anybody who sits here and tells you they have all the answers is lying to you. And one thing I'm ready to admit is that I don't and that I rely on every one of you out there that's listening to me. Any one of you out there that are willing to come and speak with me. Um, you have, you know, you can find me on Facebook. I'll come talk at your cards party. I'll come talk at your, your, uh, you know, Sunday football ticket, whatever you, you just call me up. I'll be there. Um, I have, I have no shame in my game. I'm, I'm willing to represent everybody and talk to everybody. And the only way I'm going to get there is through, you know, raising the roots here in the community. I'm a Toledo-born kid, and uh, I've done great things in life, and now I want to help you guys that 
you know, are looking for the opportunity, do great things as well. Yeah, he got some tough skin, so you can you can throw that punch at him. He'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big guy. I want, you. Were you a serviceman as well? Did you go? No. Okay. I want to thank you for your service for being a um, oh, no problem serviceman. And um, right now it's uh, time for you guys' affirmation right here on the Rising Night Morning Show with Shay K. Ooh, it was getting a little hot and heavy, so now I'm going to bring it down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is my favorite part of the day, so something positive. I hope you guys can both accept it. Um, today's message is make peace with yourself. You will never go to war <laughs> with anyone more than yourself. Make what you grip your peace, and what you cannot control, let it go. Make peace with where you are planted currently. Stay rooted in hope. Make peace with yourself. Why y'all laughing? I'm laughing at Jason. No, I'm laughing because the make peace with yourself. But <laughs> <laughs> don't my affirmation always yeah, go yeah, yeah. what we were talking about? So yeah, we want, yeah. we want to have some peace around here. So. <laughs> it goes on the line of what we were talking about yeah. as well. Like We're not here to... What you, what you call it? Right. Common just having, discourse? Yeah, just having... Civil discourse. Yeah, yeah discourse. civil discourse. Yeah. Absolutely. And y'all here. both are... Up, uh, you guys are both... Um, what's the right word? Entitled. Yeah, to so your own opinion. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. And we don't have to be fighting and arguing about it, but yeah. we can have I a like nice these, debate. These, it's a healthy conversation like this mm-hmm. because you can you can disagree, but not still get upset with somebody and yeah. have a conversation at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Yeah. So I'm proud of you guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Keep grinding. Congratulations hope. to both you. you guys. I'm going to say it here. Thanks. You know, you guys are going to win both what you guys are going for so um, we just hoping that and what day is the election November 2nd, November 2nd. on Shay birthday so make sure you guys go and vote mm-hmm. yeah. mine's not until next year oh yours not until next year oh no no, no next, next year okay oh, so well, you some, well you know you're welcome to come back and keep us yeah warm, you warm, definitely warm. can come back waiting for that endorsement so well, congratulations to you November 7th <laughs> yeah November 2nd yeah. it's gonna be early yours early votes open right now and that's my birthday so. now let them know where they can early vote at too 1301 Monroe Street it's open oh, during source. work hours Monday through Friday and then the weekend before the election. Right. And he brought us Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Yes. Chick-fil-A sandwiches. <laughs> so he definitely pays attention. Yes. Yeah. So we appreciate both of you guys for tuning in to our show. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you guys can come back anytime. Appreciate definitely it. you. We're going to see you back again because you got all the way to next year. So. Plus he got a little affiliation with us anyway. We got some work to do still. So That's what's up. So family. And he brought these pineapples from heaven. So. I did Chick-fil-A last week. Like I said, mm-hmm. I wanted you guys to be healthy. You did the... Uh, <laughs> I just got a... He brought it. He brought it. I just got a Peloton line, you know, like, the other day. So I'm trying to... <laughs> you got the Peloton? Yeah, I'm trying to get back into shape. All right, you got this. You got this. I know. This. <laughs> well, this was another great show. Facebook was hating on us again. Mm-hmm. So Close us off. Mac, well, if when you, if you if and do, you do win the seat, I'll uh, come back after. Yeah. We'll have more conversation. Be happy And bring to. us yeah. T-shirts. Yeah, you're wearing a JR shirt. Right? Yeah, I know JR right. didn't bring I got me a shirt. The car. I should have brought you. Oh, go get some. You got them in the car? Yeah, I got some in the okay, car. Okay, bring them. Really bring them up. Yeah. <laughs> we got a whole different logo, too. So I Okay, well, I want another. Yeah. I want one, too. Yeah. Okay, I'm in a small. You got smalls in the car? Yeah. Okay, I want yeah. a small. I think so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got them, I think. <laughs> All right, well, this has been another great show. Yes. Great Shout show. out to our sponsors, Hot Box. Hot, Hot Box. Mud City Entertainment. Yep. yep. Greater New Psalmist Church. Amen. J. Rush Jennings. Uh-huh. Sasha Denise. Sasha. Yuma Doc Lucas County. Freedom. Uh, the Social Butterfly. Hey, Miss Carter. Kendo Harvey. Yep. Oh, Henry's Kitchen on Wheels. Rolling. Details by Sino. That's flat. And Arc Construction and Restoration. Restore. If you would like to become a sponsor of the Rise and Grind Morning Show, send your info to Rise. And, and grind. grind. At the 419grind.com, and you can become a sponsor of our show. I guess the roll is only fun with Jason here, huh? Yeah. 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 That's okay. Jason probably do it in his car too every probably, time. So probably <laughs> Y'all still synchronizing the line. You probably have a package be like, here, roll <laughs> 
Well, this was another great show. Mm-hmm. Um, this was probably our first one. We had people on different sides yeah, of the party. Yeah, yeah. So this was a good one. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to us. I like this, though. We got to do more of this. We yeah, do. we definitely yeah. do. Uh, again, sorry Facebook did cut us off. So I'm hoping that, you know, people can still finish off listening to it. And you can always go back and listen to it even after we're off. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHearts. Yep. And Facebook podcast, Google podcast, yep, all that, yep. So make sure you guys check us out. Um, Have a great great day and be safe out there today. We will be back tomorrow, eight thirty to ten thirty. Yep, we got dinner tomorrow, ten thirty or so. Yeah, ten thirty ish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got dinner tomorrow. Ask a lawyer. So you guys have your questions that you guys have. Make sure y'all let us know. Do some phone. We'll do some phone calls tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and if you got any legal questions, put it in the comments or call us. Check it. Until next time. Mm-hmm.